This is Lexington football coach Andrew Saris, and you're listening to the home of Lexington football, fearthevillage.com. From Lexington High School on a beautiful night for football here, nearing the end of the month of September already. And it is time for week six, and what a big week six it is, as we've got a matchup for OCC bragging rights tonight. The only two teams that are undefeated in the conference are playing right here at Lexington tonight, and that is the Mansfield Senior T.Y. Tigers, who come in with a 3-2 and record. They are 2-0 and in the OCC, and they will be hosted by your Lexington Minutemen, who are also 3-2 and and 2-0 and in the OCC. Hi, everybody. Corey Durbin, Nick Lazier back with me tonight in the broadcast booth, and, man, we are excited for this one. This is probably... The most exciting, well, I know this definitely is the most exciting matchup this late in the season that we've had since we've been here, this being our fifth year covering Lexington. And uh, this is by far the biggest Mansfield Senior Lexington matchup we've had as well. Really, this is the first time in about six or seven years that anything is on the line tonight between these two teams. Usually it's a really good senior high team beating up on a lesser Lexington team. But tonight, there are some serious bragging rights, not only because it is a rivalry, but because whoever wins tonight will take sole possession of first place in the OCC. How often can you say that when these two teams match up? So definitely the most intriguing matchup by far in the area tonight, I would say. And uh, we are extremely excited to be here with you uh, to bring you all the action. And it is an absolutely gorgeous night tonight. It is really warm, just a slight breeze, not a cloud in the sky, just a perfect night for football, especially considering the fact that we're nearing the month of October already. That is really crazy to think about. So we'll take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to get you set up for tonight's game. We'll get you all the uh, information you need tonight of what's going on around the OCC, and we'll get you the uniforms brought to you by BP Electric as uh, we are just about set for what is set up to be a thrilling matchup tonight here at Lexington between the Minutemen and the Senior High Tigers right here on fearthevillage.com. Buying your dream home is something that you'll never forget, but the process can also bring stress. Finding the right house, making the right offer, selling your old house. Don't let the process become overwhelming. Instead, let Joshua Kennedy with Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors take on the burden for you. He was born, raised, and lives right here in North Central Ohio. Serving the area for nearly 10 years, Joshua Kennedy can help you sell your house and put you in your dream home today. He's always accepting new clients, so give him a call today at 419-571-1699. That's 419-571-1699 or email jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Joshua Kennedy of Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors, working for you and with you from beginning to end to make the process as smooth and as enjoyable as possible. jkennedy305 at gmail.com. When the struggle is real and you're trying to avoid that 2.30 feeling, how does a nice bubble tea or hot coffee sound? At Ah Tea's mobile concession stand, they offer a nice variety of over 15 flavors of tea and coffee. Ah Tea's travels all over North Central and Central Ohio during fair season. Whether it's a graduation, birthday party, farmer's market, or street fair, 
Ateez is your answer for any specialty event. Call co-owner Chef Linda Golden at 740-244-2249. That's Ateez, A-A-H-T's, at 740-244-2249. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at BP Electric of OA. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. This is Lexington football coach Andrew Saris, and you're listening to the home of Lexington football, fearthevillage.com. Back here at Lexington High School, getting set for an exciting week six matchup between the Mansfield Senior TY Tigers and your Lexington Minutemen. We are just about nine minutes away from kickoff tonight, and what a thriller it is set up to be. Corey Durbin, Nick Lazier back here with you on the BP Electric pregame show. And uh, quickly here, before we get focused on tonight's game here, let's take a look at what's going on around the OCC tonight. A couple of good matchups tonight. Uh, Madison is going to head out to Ashland, and uh, that that's going to be kind of an interesting game. Madison is Played a couple of tough games this year. They've also been blown out a couple of times. Ashland is kind of a hard team to get a hold of to figure out uh, just how good they are this year. They're three and two, but they've kind of struggled against some bad teams, and they've kind of played well against some good teams. So I'm not really sure what to make of Ashland yet tonight. I think that game could uh, sort a couple of things out there for us. So Madison at Ashland. Worcester goes to West Holmes tonight. I think that, other than this game here at Lexington, I think the Worcester-West Holmes game is the game of the week in the OCC. I think that's a really intriguing matchup. Worcester really needs to get something going there, two and three now. And, of course, Lexington beat them last week. West Holmes coming off of uh, a loss two weeks ago to these Mansfield Senior TY Tigers. So a couple of teams there that really need a win, I think. Uh, West Holmes is 3-2, and two, but it would be nice for them to beat up on Worcester and, and get to 4-2 and two with Lex coming in next week. But Worcester reeling, they need a win. And if you're a Lex fan, you want Worcester to win because that helps us with playoff points. And then uh, rounding out the OCC tonight, Mount Vernon heads down to New Philly. So Mount Vernon taking the long trek to New Philly tonight. 
And uh, that could be an intriguing one. Mount Vernon, not a great team this year, but a team that could give you fits if you can't stop the run. Of course, uh, Johnny Askew, a great athlete for Mount Vernon, can give anybody problems. So it'll be interesting to see just kind of how the score plays out in that game out at Quaker Stadium. Of course, uh, Lexington plays New Philly here in a couple of weeks, or three weeks here at Lexington. So that's what's going on around the OCC tonight. Uh, before we get you uniforms tonight, Nick, we're over halfway through the season tonight officially. If After we kick this game off, we'll be over halfway. We played five weeks. Lex three and two. I think that's probably safe to say. They've probably exceeded our expectations just a little bit. I don't think they would have been much worse than three and two at this point. Maybe two and three, three and two. That's kind of where we thought maybe they'd be. Uh, but how do you assess so far through five weeks? Yeah, I mean, three and two through five, two and zero oh in the conference. I mean, that's that, that's pretty awesome in my opinion, I, especially with how young this team is. I figured there was going to be some learning curves, and we definitely saw that the first couple weeks, and they took some bumps early on. But, uh, I mean, they're, they're, they're rolling a little bit, two in a row, three and, three and two on the season. I, I mean, if you would have told me that week six against Mansfield we would have been playing for the top spot in the OCC, I probably wouldn't have believed you, but, I mean, here we are. The the youth has really – they've all kind of stepped up. Joe Caudill has been awesome uh, ever since he kind of found his groove a little bit. And then, obviously, having Markel Martin running the football, that, that always helps a ton too. Just his vision and how he sees the field and how explosive he is when he gets when he touches the football, it's just really – it's really great to see a, a great running back in the backfield with Joe to kind of take some pressure off of him. But, I mean, Mansfield coming in here – they're no slouch. They they got a couple. I mean, they got a couple great players. Amar Davis over there on the other side. He's breaking all kinds of Tiger records over there for Mansfield. So I think you really just kind of try to limit limit him tonight. But yeah, I mean, overall three and two through five. That that that's pretty great. So you're right you're right there in the playoff hunt. I mean, right now we're sitting at 14th. So mm-hmm. I mean, plenty of room to keep going up. And not I mean, the people behind us are kind of close, but. We're right there on the edge. Yeah, so about that, I'm glad you brought that up. Lex, of course, in Division Three, Region 10. They are 14th in the region. They've got a pretty nice cushion between themselves and the first-place team that is out of the playoffs, which would be the 17 spot. So a uh, little wiggle room there for Lexington. Uh, I don't think a loss tonight would knock them out by any means, and a win would shoot them up into potentially a home playoff game to start the playoffs. So a lot on the line tonight. Uh, Senior high up in the top eight right now. If the playoffs started today, they would get a home game. And then uh, something to note, I think it's interesting uh, when you think back to week one, Lexington played Ontario and lost a close one here. Ontario is up in Division Three this year now in, in Region 10. So they are fourth in the region. They've got a home game for a, if they were to win the first playoff game, they would have a home game for the second one. So they are well in the playoffs just as it sits right now. Uh, but I do think it's interesting to kind of note that, you know, had Lexington won that game week one, man, Lexington could be mm. fourth in the region oh, potentially yeah. and maybe flip-flopped with Ontario. So it just goes to show you, you just never know which win or which loss is going to really kind of change your season. And, well, and who would have thought Ontario is going to do what they're doing this year yeah. so far? I mean, they are just on a red-hot start. 
And it kind of came out of nowhere coming off of last season, didn't really have a great year, and then they come back. And, I mean, they're just on fire over there. So, yeah, it would have been great to get that first one for sure. For sure. And uh, so if you're a Lexington fan, you certainly want to cheer for Clear Fork every week. You want to cheer for Mount Vernon every week. You want to cheer for Worcester every week. Uh Definitely cheer for those teams because anytime they win, we get the playoff points for that. So uh, just for those of you who aren't completely aware of how the playoff system in Ohio works, anytime you beat a team and then they go on and win games, you get the points for beating them plus the points that they got for winning their other games. So it's kind of a domino effect there. Uh, we're just a couple of minutes away from kickoff. Neither team has taken the field tonight, but uh, – We'll get you uniforms tonight, as always, brought to you by BP Electric. Check them out online at bpelectricofoh.com. Tonight, Lexington's going to go with those home purple tops with the gold letters and numbers, a little bit of white trim. They're also going to wear the white helmets tonight with the Minuteman logo on one side and their player numbers on the other side. And then tonight for the Minutemen, they're going to go with the white, the new white pants with the gold and purple stripes down the side. So the Minutemen in their white helmets, purple jerseys, white pants. For the senior high TY Tigers, they're going with a little bit of an alternate road uniform tonight. They are going to be in the uh, their white jerseys with uh, orange letters and numbers, a little bit of brown trim. They're also going to go with the brown pants tonight. So almost like a Cleveland Browns look tonight for the... Uh, senior high Tigers, and then they'll go with those orange helmets with the tiger paw on each side. So senior high in the orange helmets, white jerseys, brown pants. As the Lexington Minutemen take the field tonight, down off to our right, and we are standing right up on top of the press box here, second floor at the 50-yard line. We've got the best view in the house tonight for what is set up to be a huge matchup, and the Mansfield senior T.Y. Tigers will get set to run on the field here momentarily. And as they do take the field, Nick, your keys to the game for Lexington to move on to 4-2 and two, and, more importantly, atop of the conference by themselves tonight. Yeah, I think uh, it's going to start with the defense. I think you, with, especially with Mansfield, I, I don't feel like they're going to nickel and dime us down the field. They're, just not, they're, they're not going to have long, drawn-out drives. It's going to be big plays. They have big playability. They got guys like Jontae O'Brien. And Amar Davis on the outside, they are just straight speedsters. They can beat you down the field. I think you just got to limit the big plays on defense. And if you do that and obviously get pressure on Duke Reese, it's going to be huge to make him uncomfortable early on. Because, I mean, if you let him sit back and throw it, he can just sit back and chuck it deep, and Amar's going to come out of nowhere and run underneath it and catch it. So I think you just got to limit the big plays on defense. And offensively, just take care of the football. They've done a great job so far this year, I feel like not having a lot of turnovers. They've had a couple here and there, but overall they've done a good job taking care of the football, and they've had a couple drives that have just been long, methodical drives all the way down the field that eat up a ton of clock. And I think for Lex to come out of here with a victory, they really just have, they have to own time of possession, convert third and short, and I really think they can come out of here victorious. They, Mansfield, uh, I'm not going to say they're down, but they're, they're not what they've been in the past, and Lex is definitely on the upcoming so I'm really excited for this matchup tonight. I think, I think it's going to be a really good one. And you know it's an exciting night when an opposing team takes the field and you hear the student section booing. So that is and There's a lot on the line, too. Absolutely. Other than the first spot in the OCC, this is the Cleveland Browns high school game of the week yep. tonight. So 
So the winner Bragging tonight rights. from the Cleveland Browns will receive 2500 bucks for their uh, school's football program. So one of these teams tonight is going to win a little bit of money, and they can turn that into new gear if they need to or whatever practice stuff they need or whatever. So money on the line tonight. How often can you say that at a high school game? So big night tonight for a ton of reasons. We're glad to have you with us. Lexington's going to kick off first. And we're just about set to get underway here at Lexington High School. It's the three and two minute men, the three and two Mansfield Senior High TY Tigers, both two and zero in the conference. The only two and zero teams in the conference. So one team tonight is going to leave with sole possession of first place. And hopefully it is the Minutemen. So here we go. Will Perkins has the ball. He's putting it up on the tee as we speak down at the 40-yard line just off to our right. We've got the best seat in the house here at the 50-yard line. Will is going to kick it from right to left as we see it. Back to return for senior high, Jayante O'Brien. And Nate Dismuke. And Perkins is going to squib it, and we're underway from Lex. Corey Durbin, Nick Lazier with you, fearthevillage.com. Amar Davis takes it, and he's going to return it to the 40. He's at the 43, and he's going to go down there, and Senior High is going to have great field position to start this drive. The first drive of the night, and we saw Lexington squib it really the last few weeks, and they have not been hurt by it at all. In fact, that return right there by Amar Davis was probably the biggest return a team has had against Lexington so far on these squib kicks this year, and it sets the Tigers up with a little bit of a short field here. And I'd say we got kind of lucky there, especially squibbing it to Amar Davis. He's probably one of the most explosive players on the field, so I'm sure – that's going to be said to, to Will. Maybe kick it the other side so Amar doesn't get the ball in his hands so early. So here come out the Tigers. Jayante O'Brien. Excuse me, what am I saying? Duke Reese is going to run things for the Tigers. He's in the shotgun to start. Two wide receivers left, one to the right. Dismute comes in motion. They're going to throw on first down, and they've got a man out in the left flat to the 50, and a first down down to the Lex 45, and that is Jermaine Bradley. So Jermaine Bradley, the senior wide receiver, gets the first touch tonight for the Tigers, and they're across midfield on the first play. They're out to the Lex 45-yard line. Yeah, just a little flat route there from Bradley, and he was able to get one-on-one -on -one with the linebacker outside, and he's going to win that matchup all night long. Three wide to the right, one to the left. Duke Reese back into the shotgun again. First and ten. He's going to throw again, and he's going to throw down the middle of the field, and he overshoots his receiver. That was Dismuke down around the 25-yard line. Second and ten coming up. And I want to point out, Nick kind of touched on this in the pregame show, but Amar Davis, the all-time leading receiver for the Tigers, uh, receptions and yards for the TY Tigers, is on the field tonight. And he did get that opening kickoff return. And we'll definitely have to keep an eye on him tonight and see what the Minutemen do against him. It looks like they're going to man cover here with some extra help in the back. Second and 10, Duke Reese in the shotgun, sends a man in motion. He's got three wide receivers. He takes the snap. They're going to run for the first time tonight. Off the right side, plenty of room. Petty's got it, and he's got the first down down to the Lex 31. That's Jameer Petty with his first carry of the night. Yeah, linebacker there for a minute, Matt. I think it was Cole Eichhorn just kind of lost his footing. on. He had outside contain, and Petty was just able to get the edge because Eichhorn just kind of lost his footing. Another first down for Mansfield. Gain of 15, first and 10, senior high at the Lex 30. They'll have one wide receiver off to the left. They've got two stacked over here on the near side, near the sideline. 
Reese in the shotgun, takes the snap. He's back. He's being pressured. He's going to step up and run now. He's got a little bit of room to run now. He breaks it near side. He's to the 10, to the 5, and he hits the end zone. Touchdown, senior high, a minute and 11 seconds into the game. Yeah, I mean, just kind of a broken play there. Uh, Duke, he, he had time. There was pressure from the outside. He's able to step up, broke one tackle, and then he was off to the races, took it to the house. Not exactly the start you wanted for the Minutemen, and it was set up by a good kick return. So right off the bat, senior high silences the crowd here at Lexington. And it's 6-0, to zero, extra point pending. And the Tigers will send on Quentin Diebolt, and he kicks it through. So it's 7-0, to zero. senior high on top early. And Nick, not exactly the start you wanted if you're the Minutemen. Yeah, I mean, definitely not. Broken plays are, I mean, you can't can't let broken plays turn into touchdowns like that, especially Duke, not necessarily a very mobile kind of kid. I mean, he can definitely move, obviously, but that's not his first priority. He wants to get the ball out quickly, but uh, he saw nothing down the field, stepped up quickly and made a decision. He was gone, but, yeah, I mean, Definitely not the start you want, but hopefully the offense can come out here and respond pretty quickly. And of course, we mentioned all the stuff on the line tonight here at Lexington, all the reasons why this is a big game. It's also homecoming tonight, too. I don't think I even mentioned that as a part of it. That's a big thing going on here tonight at Lex, of course. Seven to zero, senior high with an early lead. And they'll kick off, and we'll get to see if, if uh, Lexington can respond early here. Quentin Diebolt, the senior kicker for the Tigers, will uh, put the ball up on the tee. Of course, Sean Putt has been the kicker at senior high up until this year, of course. He graduated, but he had been the kicker for years. And then Diebolt finally gets his chance, and he gets one year. He's going to kick it deep. Near side, it's going to be Fogel taking it on the bounce from the seven. He's near sideline 20. He's to the 25, and he's dragged into the sideline there by Jameer Petty. And a decent return by Braden Fogel, about 18 yards. And the Minutemen will set up at their own 25-yard line. And something I've liked from the Minutemen offense so far this year is just how balanced they've been. I mean, it's been pretty consistent both sides. I mean, Markel Martin and uh, Joe Caudill have been running the football really well. And but Mason Green. And Mason Green as well. And then Joe, obviously, I mean, he's already, I think, over 500 yards passing on the season. So, I mean, he's doing a little bit of both right now. And Caudell will start in the pistol tonight with one wide receiver each way. He's going to run it on first down. And off the left side, Joey is going to get two yards, set up a second and eight. And interesting to note there, the Minutemen sent one wide receiver each way. Braden Fogel was not one of those receivers. He did return that kickoff, but not in the starting lineup for the Minutemen offensively as a receiver tonight. Instead, he's starting at tight end. So the Minutemen will send two wide receivers out again on second and eight. They'll give Markel Martin's got a little bit of room. He got to the 30, and then he slipped. And he'll pick up three. It'll set up a third and five. And Markel had a little room there, but just kind of slipped. And that was an awkward slip, too. His feet literally just kind of came out from under him like he was on ice. 
Unfortunate bad break there for the Minutemen because now it's they're going to say third and six. Caudell in the pistol, one wide receiver each way. He'll take the snap. He's back to pass. He's looking down the middle of the field. He's got Fogel, but he overshoots him. Fogel was there, had a step on the defender. He was open, and Joey just kind of overshot him a little bit, and the Minutemen will go three and out. And that was interesting. I think that might have been the first time all year. They've come out in double tights for the whole possession. They had a tight end on either side, and maybe they liked the matchup with the safeties with Fogel one-on-one with the safeties and linebackers as opposed to him being out wide. So that might be something that we see a lot of tonight. He was open there. Yeah. We'll see if they can hit on that later on, but now you've got a much bigger problem. You've got to stop senior high again and get the ball back as the punt snap is going to go over the head of Markel Martin and senior high is going to recover at the 18-yard line. Man, this is about as bad of a start as you could have hoped for. And the Minutemen trailing 7 to nothing already have just turned the ball over at their own 18-yard line. Senior high is going to have a very short field there in the red zone to start this drive with a chance to go up two scores already. Man, the energy has just been sucked out of this place. I mean, a great crowd from the Minutemen faithful, and they are just silent right now. So hopefully the defense here can get a big stop. Because I, I mean, I'd imagine four down territory for the Tigers. I don't know how much faith they have in the kicker, but, uh, I mean, bend don't break mentality here for the Minutemen defense. Man, well, now would be the time for a Braden Fogel sack. He's got three and a half on the year, so he's almost averaging one per game. Senior high will send two to the left, one to the right. Duke Reese in the shotgun. First and 10 from the Lex 18-yard line takes the snap. He's going to run right. He's got room again. Duke Reese takes off, and he's going to score as he jukes his way down the near sideline. Easy touchdown. Duke Reese has two rushing touchdowns already. We haven't even played three minutes yet. Well, there I was doubting his running ability, and now that's the way they've scored both touchdowns tonight. And that was a designed QB draw the whole way. They had trips out left, and he just could QB draw right off the right-hand side, and there was no one home. And I'll tell you what, this senior high sideline looks extremely relaxed. And I wouldn't even say they look particularly fired up. Senior high just looks extremely ready and relaxed tonight. And Debolt adds the extra point. And it is 14 to nothing. We're only three minutes into this game, 9.16 to go here at Lex. And Lexington needs an answer quickly here already in the first quarter. And also a big thank you to Giannino's for donating the team meal for tonight's game. And a special thanks to Pizza Hut on Lexington Avenue for providing 10 post-game pieces for all the home games. Senior high will get set to kick it off again for the second time in about two minutes. If you're just tuning in, it has not been a good start for the Minutemen. They trail at 14 to nothing already with 9.16 to go in the first quarter. And they desperately need to get something going here. 
Quentin Diebolt will set it up on the tee. He has the whistle from the referee, but he's still marking off his steps. Kick the first one down pretty deep. See what he does here, and he just kind of pooches this one to the left. It's going to be touched by a minute man up man, and then picked up by Carter Wilson. He's going to take it out to the 25, breaks a tackle, and gets over the 30 to the 31. And we've got a flag as well, and I'm wondering if that is going to be a face mask potentially. Oh, nope. It's going to be a sideline warning on senior high, I think, actually. And it is. Something kind of odd, too. We saw a couple of those at Mount Vernon two weeks ago. Mount Vernon actually got penalized because on the second sideline warning, it's a five-yard penalty, and Mount Vernon did that a couple weeks ago, and already here, Senior High just picked one up. First and 10-minute men. They'll have the ball at their own 30. Trailing 14 to nothing already. This time, they bring out three wide receivers, two to the left, one to the right. On first down, they're going to give. Mason Green is going to be hit in the backfield and lose two yards. Back at the 28, and senior high is stacking the box, and already they are bringing the house. Yeah, I mean, the, the first couple times, they've just been pinning their ears back, and they don't really care if they're throwing, running. They're, they're bringing a lot of pressure right out the gate. See how the Minutemen adjust to that. Should open up some room through the air if they can hold and get the ball out of there. One wide receiver to the right, two to the left, caught L in the shotgun. He's back to pass on second and 12. Down the near sideline, he's got Fogel down there, and it is broken up. A lot of contact, but they're going to say they were just kind of fighting with each other. And down there in coverage for the Tigers was Jayante O'Brien, who may end up being an all-Ohio cornerback this year. Yeah, and even then, I mean, Mansfield, they they brought five guys on, on, on the rush there. And Lex, they had to have all five linemen and two running backs in the backfield to, to – hold off the, the Mansfield pressure, and Joe is able to get it off. But, yeah, I mean, third and long, this is definitely not where you want to be if you're on the Minutemen offense. Well, and so far the Minutemen have done a decent job picking up the blitzes, but they have to use, like Nick said, they have to use all their guys to do it, and they only end up having two receivers. On third and 12, they'll get it to Fogel out here in the near flat. He's going to break a tackle and then get out of the – out of bounds on the near sideline. He's only going to pick up about six, though, and that's going to set up fourth and six. Minute men will have to try to punt again. And they just had a bad punt snap on the last attempt, so we'll see if they can get this one out of there more cleanly. Fourth and six minute men from the 33 yard line. Markel Martin's done a really good job punting the ball for the Minute Men this year. He's a left footed punter. It's also the leading rusher for the Minutemen. He gets this one out of there cleanly. It's end over end, but it's going straight into the sideline. He definitely, I don't think, put that one where he wanted to, and the Tigers are going to have the ball near midfield. And they'll have it at their own 45-yard line. So the Tigers have not started a drive yet. This will be their third drive. They haven't began a drive inside their own 40 yet. They've had it at the 43 the 45 now, and then on the last drive, they had a turnover and recovered it at the Lex 18. So senior high is at a short field all night so far. And we're only three minutes and 48 seconds into this game. Senior high's got the ball for the third time, already leading 14 to nothing. 
They'll send two wide receivers left to start this drive, and Jayante O'Brien by himself to the right. Duke Reese in the shotgun. First and 10 from their own 45-yard line. He'll send a man in motion. Duke takes the snap. They're going to run an option, and the Minutemen get in there. Duke Reese is going down away in the backfield this time, and they're going to get him for a loss of six back to the 39. There we go. Yeah, there's the quarterback, Joe Caudill, coming off on the off the right-hand side. Duke was watching him the whole way and saw Joe coming, so he had to pull it, but the backside of the Lex defensive line came through and took him down for a loss. Yep, Fogel was in there as well. That sets up a big second and 16. Four wide receivers line up on the left, one to the right, empty backfield for Duke Reese. He takes the snap, Minutemen blitz again, they're in there again, and they had him, and they lost him. Duke Reese out of there on the near side, they'd get him though. After a gain of one, Mason Green was able to track him down. That sets up a third and 15. They had him though, and Duke Reese was able to get out of there, but great pursuit by Mason. Yeah, I mean, and I think with that strategy, they're just praying that they can get to the quarterback before they can get the ball out because it was one-on-one -on -one coverage all the way across the field, and the Minutemen came on a blitz, and they were able to get him down for a loss again. Three wide receivers off to the left. O'Brien by himself to the right. Third and 15, Duke Reese in the shotgun. From their own 40, Reese. Takes the snap, he's gonna throw, he's got a man, and it's over the hands of Jayante O'Brien, and incomplete. So the Minutemen there change up the defense a little bit, get some pressure, and it results in a three and out for senior high. They'll have to punt for the first time tonight, and it worked. Yeah. Bringing, bringing the blitz worked. Yeah, dial up a little bit of pressure, make Duke uncomfortable, and you could see it on that throw, because he had Jayante open, but he just put a little too much too much heat on it because he felt the pressure coming. So that might be the recipe. Just keep bringing a little bit of pressure and hope the backside of the secondary holds. Minutemen will send Keegan West back to return this thing. He was out last week. Good to have him back. And... The Tigers will have Debolt out there to punt this thing away, and Lexington almost got in there and blocked it, but it's going to end up being a great punt. This thing's going to oh roll my. all the way down to the Lex eight-yard line. A great punt there by Quentin Debolt. The Minutemen almost blocked it, and they don't, and instead it turns into a fantastic punt inside the Lex 10. But they at least get the ball back with no more damage done. It's 14 to nothing senior high leads. Yeah, and I mean, if they're, as long as we can keep making them punt, I think by the looks of that pressure, they might be able to get to one tonight. Cam Boozer came flying off that edge. He was close, and he had to pull up so he didn't run into the kicker, but I mean, he definitely brought some pressure there, but I mean, a great punt again. I feel like the Minutemen's woes on, on punt return anyway is that they, they haven't really been catching the ball much oh. on, the, on the fly. Just throw, the throw Minutemen, that fair catch up there. They <laughs> only have eight punt return yards this year in five weeks. First and ten, Minutemen at their own eight. They'll have four wide receivers for Caudell on first down. He's going to, well, it was a designed QB run, but Senior High got in there and sacked him back inside the five. He's going to lose a bunch. Wow, that's going to be a big loss for the Minutemen, a loss of six, second and 16. Now they're back at their own four on a design QB run on first down there. Well, now it looks like they're bringing in the jumbo package over here just to 
just to save face to try to get themselves away from from, from having Markell have to punt out of the back of his own end zone. Second and 16, Minutemen break the huddle. They'll send Fogle off to the right by himself. Keegan West is going to have to come off. They're going to have to call a timeout because that was going to be too many men in the huddle. So the Minutemen will use their first timeout, and it's going to be second and 16, Minutemen on their own four-yard line when we come back. Senior high leads at 14-0 on fearthevillage.com. Need to get the power flowing in your home or business? BP Electric can do it all. Using only the best qualified electricians in Ohio, BP Electric can take care of a full range of services, including light fixtures, EV chargers, outlets and switches, whole home surge protectors, and so much more. Headquartered in Lexington, BP Electric is a local company with resources to serve the entire state. For all of your electrical needs, check them out online at bpelectricofoh.com. This is former Minuteman Nick Lazier, class of 2014, and you're listening to Lexington Football on fearthevillage.com. Well, the Minutemen have a little bit of a challenge here. They've got to try to get out of their own end zone as they've got it second and 16 at their own four-yard line, and they just had to burn a timeout. Caudell has him in the power eye here on second and 16. He's going to give to the up man. No, he'll give it to Markel Martin, and he's going to fight back out to the original line of scrimmage, and that'll set up a third and 10. So the biggest play tonight so far offensively for the Minutemen there, and it was a six-yard run by Markel Martin. Thomas and Bradley make this up the Mansfield senior. Third and ten coming up here for the Minutemen. And this would be a huge first down to get just because they need to get out of their own end. At their own ten-yard line, they're going to go power eye again. Fogel, the only receiver off to the right, Caudell up under center. He takes the snap. He's going to try to throw. He does down the far sideline. He's got Fogel, and he was being held. They're not going to call anything. I thought he was held down the far sideline. Looked like a little bit of jersey there to me. And nothing. It's going to be fourth and ten. Yeah, I mean, definitely a lot of hand fighting from both sides. Uh, I, I think that the referees just kind of figured, oh, we'll let them play it out. But, yeah, definitely definitely some contact over there from Lamar Davis in coverage. Well, now here here we are with, with Markel punting from his own inside of the own end zone. You just got to pray for a perfect snap here so you can just get this thing off because I'm sure Mansfield's going to be coming with the house here on this one. Yeah, and the Minutemen have not had the best night punt snapping, and this one's a good one. Markale gets it out of there, and it's a pretty good punt as well down the far sideline, and it's going to go into the sideline at about the 40-yard line. So at least the Minutemen got out of there with no significant damage done. Let's get out those 50-50 tickets. We've got a winning ticket number tonight, and it can be played at the concession stand. Now they've got to try to play defense and get another stop. First and 10, senior high with a 14-0 lead. And they'll have the ball to start this drive at the Lex 39. And Duke Reese has him in the pistol this time. Three wide receivers, two to the right, one to the left. Reese has one back on his right hip. He's going to give to that back. And off the right side, Minutemen are going to get there. It's going to be a loss of one, and I couldn't tell if that was Bradley 
or it was. No, it was Petty. Jameer Petty with the carry there. Jameer Petty. Bigger than I can make this stop for the minute, man. That'll set up a second and 10. And Duke Reese will go empty backfield on second and 10. Gets it out of there, and it's almost picked off by Gage Powell. He read oh. that perfectly and actually tipped it away. They're actually going to say it was a backwards pass and a fumble. Oh. And now here goes Giancio O'Brien down the field to the 15-yard line. They're going to say that was a backwards pass, and it was a live ball, and Giancio O'Brien picked it up and ran it all the way down to the 15. What an unlucky break for the Minutemen, and now the referees are talking about it. There's also a flag down. Maybe it's going to be an, an eligible man downfield or something. Well, it could be a hold down there as well. What an odd play yeah. there. Well, yeah, everything uh, just, everyone just kind of stopped and no whistle was blown. So, Giante picked up the ball and ran all the way down the field. Yeah. So, it was a hold down the field, but you could argue the hold shouldn't have been counted. I, I mean, I can't say definitively that wasn't a backwards pass, but it looked I don't know. Uh, it, it was looked, close. It looked real close. It was close. And that and that's the bummer about high school football. There's no yep. video replay, so you can't really look at it. So it will result in a first down, but the holding penalty, instead of the ball being on the 15, now it'll come back to the 28-yard line for senior high. That is such an unfortunate break there for the Minutemen defense. It was going to be third and 10 back at the 40. Now it's first and 10 at the Lex 28. Duke Reese in the pistol. Two wide receivers right, one to the left. He sends a man in motion, and he takes. He's going to fake a give and throw on first down. Behind the receiver, an incomplete, and Dontrell Hughes was there, but he didn't have a chance to get his hands on it. So far on those slant routes tonight, Duke Reese has not been effective yet. Yep. And if the Minutemen just get a, get a good lucky bounce here, they might pick one of these passes off because a couple of these quick – Slant routes have gone right off the receiver's shoulders and straight up in the air. Well, and again, Aiden Nickel and Fogle both getting pressure in, in on Reese, so he's trying to get rid of this ball as quick as he can. Second and 10 from the 28, Duke Reese in the pistol again. Three wide receivers, but he's going to hand it off, and plenty of room to run off the left side. It's Petty down to the 10, down to the 5, and in the end zone. Touchdown. Senior high now leads it 20 to nothing. 3.46 to go first quarter. Well, and on that one, it's just an unlucky blitz direction from the Minutemen. They, they were bringing pressure from the left-hand side, and they ran a little counter off the left off the left uh, tackle, and there was no one there to, to make a play. Another tough break. I mean, especially, I mean, the backwards pass, and I mean, even with the penalty, you got another first down, so it's a tough break there from, from the Lex defense. Quentin Diebolt will come on to attempt the extra point. He's two for two tonight. A little bit of a low snap, but it's down, and the kick is up, and it is good. 21 to nothing, 3.46 to go in the first quarter senior high. Dominating so far here at Lex. Minutemen have got to get something going now, or you get a feeling that this game is going to be over already here on fearthevillage.com. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. 
That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. This is Captain Matthew Sheets, and you're listening to Miniman Football on fearthevillage.com. 21-0, senior high on top. They'll get ready to kick it off again. Thanks to Rick and Crystal Fenton of East of Chicago Pizza, Lexington, for making this offer available tonight. Fowler made the kickoff for the Tigers. 21-0, Quentin Diebolt will get set to kick it off for the fourth time tonight. Minutemen need to break one here. I mean, they're desperate for something to go their way. They don't have a first down on offense yet either. And there's a break as Senior High just kicks it straight into the sideline. And that'll be a free kick out of bounds. They'll take the ball at the 35. I'll take that, I guess. I mean, best field position for the Minutemen all night. So, I mean, why not Why not start with a great drive here? I mean, you just got to try to get some points up here to respond. I mean, the worst thing that could happen is, is a three and out here. So definitely just just get a little bit of a drive going down the field and run some, uh, I mean, get Mansfield's defense on the field mm -hmm. and get them working a little bit. Yep. Lex will take over here to start this drive at their own 35-yard line. They'll have two wide receivers off to the left and one to the right. Caudell is in the pistol this time to start the drive. He's back to pass on first down. He's looking. He's got a man down the middle of the field. It's Fogel, and he catches it at the 25, and he's gone. 10-5 touchdown, Minutemen. Yeah, I mean, Joe had plenty of time. He was patient in the pocket. He didn't panic. He felt the pocket kind of collapsing around him, but he was able to get the ball off, and Fogel was one-on-one with Deontay O'Brien, and most of the time he's going to win that matchup. So a great connection there from Joe to Fogel and a big touchdown, much needed. Absolutely it was much needed, and with that touchdown, we've already had a total of 27 points, soon to be 28. And we still have three and a half minutes to go in the first quarter. So there we go. Will Perkins on to attempt the extra point. The lefty gets it up, and he knocks it right down the middle. 21 to 7, Lex answers. We'll see if they can get a stop when we come back on fearthevillage.com. Locally owned and operated, the life support team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. This is Carter Newman, and you're listening to Minutemen Football on fearthevillage.com. 21-7, Lexington finally answers back here. Senior high started with three unanswered touchdowns, and they have had great field position all, the night, all, all night tonight. And now you kind of get the feeling if Lex can just somehow maybe squib one of these through and get a tackle down inside the 25-yard line. Maybe your defense can get a little fired up here now after a big score. They need a stop 
they got to get the ball back. And I guess if there's any bright side, it's still the first quarter. I mean, there's plenty of time, plenty of football left in this football game. Will Perkins runs up, and he squibs it. It's going to roll slowly down to the 25, and here goes Amar Davis. He's bringing it all the way to the near sideline, 35, 40. And again, senior high going to start across the 45 with a short field. Again, I know. And now we've got a bunch of shoving on the sideline. Way way too much going on over here on the sideline. Flags everywhere. We'll see, of course. Now, in years past, these have all gone against Lexington, and it's never both ways. Yeah, that was. We'll see if they get an unsportsmanlike going both ways here. There was just shoving everywhere down on the near sideline. There were just a bunch of guys down there from both teams going at it. We'll see. Wow, surprisingly, they're only going to get senior high with a personal (laughs) foul here. That might be the first time in five years an unsportsmanlike has only gone one way, and it's gone for the Minutemen. And that'll back senior high up to the 34. So still great field position here to start the drive, but... All things considered, this is the worst field yeah. position seniors high, senior high's had tonight back at their own 34. Well, uh, let's just uh, hope this defense can capitalize, and I think you just got to keep dialing up pressure, yeah, make, make Duke uncomfortable. And maybe if you're one of the cornerbacks, you know, just shoot under one of these balls, and you got to pick six if you can pick off one of these flare passes. Duke Reese, first and ten. And the shotgun to start this drive, they're going to give, and it's off the right side. And out here to about the 37. Nice tackle by Cam Boozer. And for the first time tonight, Zion Brown is going to get a carry for a couple of yards. Another senior on this Mansfield ball club. Man, they've got seniors all over the board, and really it's all of their better players and starters. They're going to be a much different team next year. I mean, I'm looking here just in the top – you know, they have the, the yeah. roster by number. The top 11 numbers, only one of them is not a senior. They've got 10 seniors just in the top 11 spots on this roster. On second down, they'll fake a give, and they're going to throw it out into the flat. They've got a man. This is going to be a five-yard gain, and Jermaine Bradley with another touch there. It's going to be third and one. Minutemen, though, almost got in there and tipped that pass away. That could have easily been an incomplete pass. They've been really close to a couple of these passes. I mean, Duke is definitely kind of, I'm not saying sloppy with the football, but he definitely, I mean, he'll just kind of let it go and doesn't really see the whole field. Well, it'll be third and one here. Duke is going to be in the shotgun for the Tigers, and he's going to give and a first down and more across the 50, and that's going to be Brown again. And we've got a flag over on the far sideline. Could be a hold down the field here as Jermaine Bradley was down there. Unless they're going to say there was a face mask on the tackle, I think this is going to be a hold. And this is probably coming back, although it'll still be a first down for the Tigers. But they are going to have to back up here. Actually, That'll be third Nick, that might, short. Yeah, that might actually, they might lose a yard, all things. Nope, mm-hmm. it's going to go right back to the original line of scrimmage. <laughs> I'll redo. We'll just pretend nothing happened between you and us. Got some scores coming in around the OCC already. We'll get you those in a minute. 
one score kind of interesting. <laughs> you don't see that score a lot in high school. We'll get you that in a second. Third and one, Duke Reese going to be in the pistol this time. Two wide to the right, one to the left. From the 43, he takes. He's going to give, and the Minutemen are in there, and they get him. They're going to get him for a big loss, and there's a flag on the play if that's a hold. They're going to probably decline it, and it's going to be fourth and long. Well, not fourth and long, but fourth and five. Fourth and a lot longer, I should say. Although, knowing Coach Bradley, I wouldn't put it past him to go for it here yeah. with a 21-7 lead. It was a hold. Penalties declined. They're actually only going to – say that that play yep. resulted in a loss of one. So it is third and two. Now, the this is interesting here because senior high, well, they're going to mm -hmm. send on the punt team now, but if they were to go for it, I mean, that's backbreaking already here in the first quarter if they get it. If they don't get it, then Lex is right back in this game with a short field. So they are going to elect a punt. Quentin Diebolt comes on. Minutemen aren't even going to send a man back. They're going to play this safe. And now they'll send Keegan West kind of back. And now he is running back. And Diebolt will get the ball out of there. And another good punt. And this one's going to roll. And it's actually going to take a little bit of a Minuteman bounce at the 23. So good job there by the Minutemen. They get a big touchdown on offense. They immediately get a stop on defense and get the ball back. And now trailing 21-7. See if they can put something together here. I mean, definitely a, a chance to make it a one-possession game while we're still in the first quarter. I mean, this first quarter is just kind of drug on just because both teams right now, uh, more Mansfield, they're just kind of trying to do it all through the air. I mean, Mansfield finally starting to run the ball a little bit, but that first couple, those first couple possessions, they were really short fields anyway, but not a lot of time eating up for either team. We've still got a minute and 13 seconds left in the first quarter, and we've already played 40 minutes of real time. We're on pace for a 45-minute first quarter. First and 10, Markel Martin gets the carry for the minute, man. He's going to take it off the right side for a gain of about two or three. They'll give him three. Second and seven coming up. A couple of scores coming in from around the OCC already. Out at New Philly at Quaker Stadium. The Quakers lead Mount Vernon 8-3 to three in the second quarter. At West Holmes right now, Worcester and West Holmes tied at 14. It's an intriguing one to keep an eye on. And then Ashland leads Madison 14-0. Second and seven, minute minute, their own 25. Caudell into the pistol with four wide. He's going to take the snap, and he's got all kinds of room to run off the left side. Caudell, 35, and he's across the 35, out to the 37. First down, minute men. And... The clock is under 30 seconds now. They can take this into the second quarter if they choose. Good run there by Joey Caudell, and other than the touchdown pass, that was the longest play from scrimmage tonight for the Lex offense. They tried to go to that early on in the first quarter. It didn't work. Now they've kind of loosened up the Mansfield senior defense, and now Joey has a little bit of room to run. First and 10, Minutemen, and they're going to take this into the second quarter. So, the Minutemen, a little bit of an ugly start, but here in the last few minutes, they've kind of gotten themselves back into this thing. It's 21 to seven, Minutemen trailing, but they have the football at their own 38-yard line with a first down when we come back on fearthevillage.com. 
Need to get the power flowing in your home or business? BP Electric can do it all. Using only the best qualified electricians in Ohio, BP Electric can take care of a full range of services, including light fixtures, EV chargers, outlets and switches, whole home surge protectors, and so much more. Headquartered in Lexington, BP Electric is a local company with resources to serve the entire state. For all of your electrical needs, check them out online at bpelectricofoh.com. This is former Minuteman Nick Lazier, class of 2014, and you're listening to Lexington Football on fearthevillage.com. 21-7, start of the second quarter, Lexington trailing, but they have the football first and 10 at their own 38-yard line. Nick, kind of a tale of two halves of the first quarter there. First half was all senior high, and then the second half of that first quarter was all Lex, and they've gotten themselves back into a position to be in this ballgame. Yeah, especially defensively. It looks like they kind of finally settled in a little bit. Those first couple possessions, they were kind of thrown into the fire, and Mantle was able to score quickly, but the defense kind of settling in a little bit, bringing a little bit more pressure. Now he just needed the offense to follow suit with another score here, hopefully on this drive. Three wide receivers off to the left, and Gage Powell by himself to the right to start this drive for the Minutemen. They'll take on first and 10, Caudell, and it's going to be a, an option play, and he keeps it, and he's going to lose three. Second and 13 coming up. And after a big run, I'm, I'm surprised the Minutemen didn't take a shot there through right, the air. Right out of the quarter, first down. Because now, I mean, second second and, what, 14? So you're behind the sticks already, so already in a tough position. Against one of the better pass defenses in the state of Ohio. It's second and 13 at their own 35. Caudell, he's going to be in the pistol. Four wide receivers out, and he takes on second down. He's going to throw. He's got a man out here in the near flat. It's Gage Powell, and he's going to lower his shoulder and get out to the 46-yard line. That'll be a gain of 10. And they'll give him 11, and a third and two coming up. So a nice play there on second and long for the Minutemen. Yeah, Mansfield playing a little bit of zone there, and Joe is able to find the open receiver and pick up a great gain on second down. So now you're in a much more manageable third and short. You have the whole playbook open here for this third down. Looks like senior high is only going to go three defensive linemen here. We'll see what they do pressure-wise from the linebackers. Lex will have two wide receivers off to the left and two to the right in the pistol. It's third and two from the 46. Caudell is going to keep on a little option, and he's going to fight it. He's going to get the first down after a great second effort. He could have easily been down in the backfield, but instead he's going to pick up four and a first down minute man right at midfield. Yeah, tough run there from Joe. Is it? Got hit behind the line of scrimmage, just kept his feet churning, and he was able to fall forward for a gain of four there. And that's the benefit of having a big quarterback the size of Joey Caudell. He can make plays like that. So a first and 10 minute man at the 50. Two wide receivers to the left, two to the right. They're going to stay in that pistol. They're going to throw on first down. Caudell, he's winding up and launching down the near sideline, and he overshoots Braden Fogle into the sideline. Incomplete second and 10 coming up. Yeah, I mean, uh, and that's that's a, that's a tough throw. I mean, you're, you're throwing to the boundary, and Jonte O'Brien, he does a great job of just kind of pushing Fogle towards the sideline. So, really, the only place Joe has to throw the ball is out of bounds. So, I mean, that, that's good coverage there from O'Brien for being so undersized. Second and 10. Minutemen at the 50. They're trailing 21-7. Got a little bit of a drive going here. They need some more points. Three wide receivers off to the left, one to the right. Caudell, 
And the pistol again. He takes the snap on second down. He's going to have to roll, and he's going to be pressured. He gets out of there, and he's going to end up getting back to the line of scrimmage. And he'll be brought down there by two or three Tigers on the play. And now it's going to be third and ten right at the 50. Big third down here for the Minutemen. They'll send Carter Wilson, Gage Powell, and Braden Fogle off to the left. They'll have Keegan West by himself out here off to the right. And on third down, Caudell's going to throw. He's got a man. It's Carter Wilson. He breaks a tackle. Gets across the 40 and down to the 35. A big first down, Minutemen. Down to the 33, Carter Wilson. Man, Carter Wilson took a pop there from two Mansfield defenders, and he was able just to keep his feet going. And, and that was a great throw from Joe as well. He kind of had to sidearm that thing to get it out of there. It was just a weird arm angle, but able to get a big completion, big third down conversion, chains move. That's the second time on this drive the Minutemen have gotten a huge third down conversion. And it's first and 10. They're at the senior high, 33. Caudell into the pistol. Three wide receivers left, one to the right. Caudell takes. He's going to give on first down. It's Mason Green off the left side, and he is going to be bottled up and tackled for a loss of two at the 35-yard line, second and 12. Man, Mansfield really dialed in on these little zone runs from the shotgun. I mean, Markell and Mason both having a hard time getting anything going downhill. And, I mean, they're really daring Lex to throw, and Lexington's done a decent job throwing tonight so far. I'd just try to maybe take advantage of that. I mean, you do have to keep them honest every now and then with a run, but if they're going to give you passing lanes, try to take them. See what they do here, second and 11. Three wide receivers right, one to the left. Caudell is going to try to throw on second down. He's going to have to roll right. He's going to throw down the near sideline, and it's incomplete, but we've got maybe a defensive hold down here. I think Keegan West was held, and he's saying he was. No, it's Gage Powell actually down here on the near sideline. I think he was held. Yeah, because Powell came out on a little flat route, and then as soon as he saw Joe roll out, roll out of the pocket, he went vertical, and I think Amar caught, got caught off guard and grabbed him. And it was a hold on Amar Davis. So that is something that happens quite a bit on a broken play like that because, you know, Gage Powell's just sitting down here waiting for a pass. The, the play breaks, and then all of a sudden he's taking off, and the defender, you know, they may not see it. And by the time they get turned around and see the – the receiver running away, they just instinctively kind of grab at him. So that broken play actually ended up benefiting the Minutemen there. Ten-yard penalty. That'll actually set up a second and one here. I, I, I don't see why you don't take a shot right here. From the 24-yard line, Caudell in the pistol. Three wide to the left, one to the right. He's going to run it on second and one, and he's got room. He's across the 15 and down to the 12. Well, that works too. A little, a little QB keeper there right off the left side, a little sweep, and first down again. And the Minutemen for the first time tonight inside the State Farm Red Zone. Call your local agent, Gary Fagan, for all of your insurance needs, 419-747-2217. And the Minutemen down to the senior high 11-yard line with a chance to get right back in this ballgame, trailing 21-7. 7.26 to go, second quarter. The Minutemen bring out three wide receivers to the right. Dontrell Hughes by himself to the left. Caudell takes the pistol snap. He's going to give, and Mason Green is going to have it up the middle, and he gets back to the line of scrimmage, and he's lucky to get back there. 
That's going to set up a second and ten. Well, if you're the Minutemen here, Nick, I mean, you can get a first down, but at the one-yard line. So, really, it's, it's for all intents and purposes, this is second and goal from the 11. Mm -hmm. What do you do on the next two plays here? I, I think right here, I, I don't say you take a shot to the end zone, but I, I think you got to at least try to pick up a little chunk, at least three or four. But you got one-on-one -on -one coverage down here with Braden Fogle with Amar Davis to the and, field, so I wouldn't be surprised if they go to him. But they go in the power eye and hand it off instead. It's Markel Martin, and he's going to be bottled up, and he's going to lose. Well, no, they're going to say he got back to the line of scrimmage. Third and ten. So they did the opposite of what Nick said they <laughs> – would do. They actually lined up in the power eye there. Fogel was the only receiver. And they're going to keep it with the power eye here on third down. It's going to be third and 11 at the 12. Lex really eating up some clock here. Already down to six minutes in this second quarter. And that's what they needed to do on this drive is eat clock and get a score. See if they can do that here. Third and 11. Caudell, power eye under center. He's going to be back to pass. He's going to throw, and it's tipped at the line of scrimmage and incomplete. And he had Fogel one-on-one with Amar Davis. I'm not sure what would have happened there, but it didn't even make it out of there. And now Will Perkins will come on to attempt the field goal. And, and that deflected pass is almost picked off right there at the line of scrimmage. So, well, I mean, Lex catches a break, and now here comes the, the lefty, Will Perkins, to try to get three points up on the board. The Minutemen will... Sit this thing down at about the 19-yard line. So this will be a 29-yard field goal attempt for the lefty, Will Perkins. Caudell will hold. The snap is a good one. The hold is a good one. The kick is up, and the kick is good for Will Perkins. And the Minutemen cut this thing down to an 11-point deficit. 21 to 10, 5.47 to go, second quarter on fearthevillage.com. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. This is Captain Matthew Sheets, and you're listening to Miniman Football on fearthevillage.com. Back here at Lex, where the Minutemen just cut this thing down to an 11-point deficit. And it is now 21-10, senior high, with an 11-point lead. Five forty-seven to go in the second quarter. And now the Minutemen, with a stop here, could make things interesting. They do get the ball to start the second half. We'll see what they can do here. Will Perkins has it up on the tee. Down off to our left at the 40-yard line. And Will runs up, and he'll squib it the opposite direction now. It's going to come down the near sideline. He hasn't done that tonight yet. Senior High is going to pick this thing up, and they're out of there with it. Down the near sideline, 40. 50 and pushed out of bounds. Uh, Cole Eichhorn's going to make the tackle there as Zion Brown picked up that ball, and the Minutemen almost had it contained down there. That would have been a great result for the Minutemen. Instead, 
It's going to be a big return for the Tigers, and they're going to set up at the Lex 40-yard line. Yeah, I mean, oh man, that's that's a that's a, that's a bummer. <laughs> that 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 just kind of sucks, you know, because it's you just come off a score and then you try to squib it to the other side to keep it out of Amar Davis's hands because he's gotten the last two, and then someone else comes off off this left sideline. You don't break the breaks contain big return. So it is now going to be first and ten Tigers at the Lex 40 to start this drive. Senior high leads it 21 to 10. Duke Reese is going to be in the shotgun. Two wide receivers to the right, one to the left. He takes the snap. He's going to throw on first down. He's looking. Now he's going to get out of there. He's going to roll to the right. He's going to throw to the right, and it's through the receiver's hands over there. It was Nate Dismuke right through his hands on the far sideline. That would have been a first down. And, and you know, it, it feels like they really haven't completed a lot of passes downfield. The only stuff they've really been completing is underneath. And even still, I, I think Duke's only completed maybe three or four passes down the field. Yeah, what's killed the Minutemen so far tonight has been Duke Reese's legs, but I noticed on that, drive they had Cole Icorn spying mm -hmm. down there and he thought about taking off but Icorn was there and he had to throw it instead so that'll be something interesting to keep an eye on second and 10 Reese in the shotgun three wide receivers to the right this time they're gonna fake a give and he's gonna run off the left side and he's gonna fight through some tackles now he's out of there juking around and getting five yards that was the toughest earned five yards we're gonna see all year he actually got six but man he juked about three minute men there Going to be third and four, though. The Minutemen have a chance here to get off the field again. 21 to 10, senior high in the lead. They're going to go hurry up here. Third and four, Duke Reese back into that shotgun. And we've got movement. And they're, let's see, if they if they say the Minutemen jumped or if they say the center, uh, nope, they're going to say it was on the Minutemen. They jump, and that's going to be a free first down. See, I didn't know if the center might have flinched there and maybe moved the ball a little bit. But Lexington on that defensive line, they jump across, and that's a free first down for the Tigers, and they're now down to the Lex 29-yard line. That's even more of a, uh, of a bummer because he's lining up right on top of the center, right on top of the ball, and you jump. That's always been a big pet peeve for coaches all across the country. First and 10, they'll send Amar Davis in motion. Duke Reese in the shotgun. They send him back the other way in motion now. Duke Reese back to pass. He's rolling left. He's going to run left, and the Minutemen get there. They almost sack him, but he got the ball out of there just in time as he got hit into the sideline by Markel Martin. Good pursuit there, second and 10 coming up. Again, Duke Reese looking extremely uncomfortable out in the pocket. I mean, he is bailing from the pocket as soon as he even senses a little bit of it starting to collapse, and he's trying to get out. So, I mean, that's a great job there from the Lex defense is continuing to make him uncomfortable. I don't think he's had a clean pocket all night. What you'd really love to see here is for the Minutemen to get this thing back within one possession and see mm -hmm. how Duke Reese responds. Put a little pressure on him mentally, not just with the blitz. Second and ten, and a fumble! And the Minutemen are in there, but I think, well, we'll see. They're fighting for it. I think Duke Reese was able to jump back on it. It was a little option play there. He kept it, but... As he was pulling the ball away from the running back, he I, he might have even kicked it with his yards. own knee. <laughs> yeah, he ended up gaining four off of it, but that sets up a third and six. Hmm. <laughs> Just another break. The Minutemen didn't get to go their way. Man, that would have been huge, but it still does set up a third and six here. 
Duke Reese is going to be in the shotgun. He's got two wide receivers off to the right and one to the left. Now he's changing something up at the line. He's going to back up into the shotgun here. Third and six from the 25. Duke Reese is going to throw, and he's got it over the top. Nate Dismuke beats his man down the field, and they just kind of lofted it over the top there. Dismuke in the end zone for a touchdown. Yeah, Dismuke right off the line of scrimmage just hit Dontrell with a little stutter step and kind of got Dontrell kind of stood and then just ran right by him, and Duke hit him over the top. Another touchdown there for the Tigers. So 27 to 10. Uh. Well, now you have to answer here before halftime because there's only 4-11 to go in the second quarter. Minutemen get the ball to start the second half, but you got to go into halftime with some momentum here as Diebolt tacks on the extra point. 28 to 10, senior high extends this lead back out to 18 now. See if the Minutemen can answer. They need it when we come back on fearthevillage.com. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. This is Carter Newman, and you're listening to Minutemen Football on fearofthevillage.com. I'd say given the circumstances here, I think this is a must score for the Minutemen. they got to score a touchdown on this drive. They trail it 28-10. to 10. Four minutes and 11 seconds to go until halftime. A touchdown here would get you some momentum back. It would get you down 11 going into halftime and then get the ball to start the second half. But you cannot go in the half with this uh, deficit. We'll see what they can do. Quentin Diebolt has it teed up. At the 40-yard line, just down off to our right. He'll kick it right to left or north to south. And he kicks a line drive down here near side. That's going to be taken by Carter Wilson to the 25 and out. It's about the 29-yard line is where they'll mark Carter Wilson on the return. Then it men have two timeouts. Still four minutes and two seconds to go in the quarter. Ideally, what you'd like to have here is a nice slow drive with a touchdown at the end and not enough time for Senior High to really do anything. Yeah, if I remember correctly, Senior High will come out with the ball. Lexington Oh, will it be off. Lex ball? Okay. Well, yeah, I mean, that'd be even better. You can double up here. I mean, you just got to put some points on here regardless, whether it be a field goal or a touchdown, preferably a touchdown, obviously. But you'd love to get some points up here. And like you said, making a nice long four-minute drive and eat the clock up. Two wide receivers left, one to the right to start this drive. First and 10, Caudell, he's going to keep it, and he's going to run up the middle, and he got a yard. And, man, that interior run defense for senior high. We heard that was their weakness, but certainly has not been tonight. And now the Minutemen are going to lose Matt Sheets for a play because his helmet came off. So now the Minutemen line just got a little bit smaller there for a second and eight. They actually gave Caudell two yards there. Minutemen have it at their own 31-yard line. 
Letting this clock run a little bit, just in case they do have to give it back to senior high. They don't want to give them too much time. Caudell in the pistol, second and eight from the 31. He has two wide receivers off to the left, one to the right. He's going to run it, and he's going to run it right up the middle again for a gain of two more. That'll set up a third and six. So clearly here the strategy is just to run some clock and not give senior high the ball back with too much on the clock, but the Minutemen desperately need a score here going into halftime. Under three minutes to go now until halftime. Yeah, they're just letting this play clock just kind of dwindle down. They're, they're taking their time getting to the line of scrimmage. They'll send three wide receivers off to the right. Now Dontrell Hughes is going to come to the left by himself. Caudell in the pistol. Third and six from the 34. He takes the snap. He's back to pass. He's got a roll right now. Caudell is going to get sacked back at the 32. Caudell keeps the ball for Lexington. Brought down by Phillips. And now it's fourth down, and Chokey Bradley over there on the senior high sideline is going to take a timeout and try to preserve a little bit of clock here. And senior high is going to get the ball back with about two and a half minutes to go. I think... I think they're saying that he got taken down out of bounds. I don't know if they officially gave Chokey the timeout. Okay, so I think you're right, Nick. Yep. Clock stopped at 2.31 without a timeout. So Lexington will have to punt here, trailing 28 to 10. And now they did wind, no, they didn't wind the clock. Coach Bradley still took a timeout because senior high was having trouble getting the correct punt unit on. I'm not even sure they had 11 on the field. <laughs> yeah, it looked all discombobulated, that's for sure. That'll be the first timeout used for the Tigers. Lexington has already used one. So each team with two timeouts left. 28 to 10, senior high on top. 2.31 to go in the second quarter. Out at Ashland's Community Stadium, the Arrows lead Madison 28 to nothing. At Quaker Stadium in New Philadelphia, the Quakers lead Mount Vernon 15 to three. And we've got a good one at Knight Stadium out in Millersburg. West Holmes and Worcester tied at 21. That would be a massive win for Worcester, for Lexington to get those playoff points. Because I think even with a loss tonight, Man, if Worcester wins that game, Lexington is still going to be well within the playoff picture with four weeks to go. But you'd certainly love to see a win tonight here at Lex. Something's going to have to drastically change, and senior high certainly cannot get back on the board before halftime. Out of the timeout, Lexington will punt this ball away. A high spiraling kick by Markel Martin, and it is going to be downed by the Minutemen, and we'll see where they mark this because one of the Minutemen hit it, and then it bounced. Yeah. And they're going to say it was down at the 35. So I, I don't even think that's a generous spot. I think Mason Green was the one that might have bumped into it about the, the 38, so the 35 will take that. Senior High will start this drive at their own 35, 2.21 to go second quarter. Now Lexington in some dangerous territory, almost the point of no return, I would say. If senior high scores a touchdown before half, this would not be a good situation to take into halftime. 
From their own 35, senior high will start this drive first and 10. Two wide receivers to the left, one to the right. Duke Reese in the shotgun to start the drive. He's going to send Amar Davis in motion, and they will give it to him off the right side. Amar's going to hit a hole. He's got room, 40. We've got a hold, though, back here. And Amar's going to get a first down almost out near midfield. And this one's coming back. But, man, Amar has really been quiet here in the first half. He hasn't done a whole lot. In fact, that may have been his first touch on offense anyway. That's what I was just thinking in my head, and you said it. I, I believe that was his first touch, and I think that was just a way to try to get him involved, is trying to get him on a little jet sweep, get him in space. But Lex has done a great job just kind of taking him away. But it's, I think it's mainly been because of the pressure the front four from the Minutemen have been bringing. After the hold, this thing's coming way back. So the first down, it's going to be first down again. But it's going to be first and 20 now. And that pushes Senior High all the way back to their own 25. 2.14 to go, second quarter. Uh, senior High up 28 to 10. They've got the football. Duke Reese in the shotgun. Three wide to the right, one to the left. It's O'Brien by himself. Duke Reese takes the snap. He's back. He's going to throw. Now he's going to roll out of there, and there is nobody spying him this time. And Duke Reese is across the 50 to the 30, uh, 45, down to the 44 of Lex. That's going to be a big gain of about 31 yards. And there was nobody spying Duke Reese that time. Free yardage there, and senior high in business to try to score again here before half. Yeah, and that's just one of the unfortunate downsides of going man coverage across the board and trying to bring some pressure. There's no one watching the quarterback, and Duke, obviously, he's done it twice already tonight. He's been killing them with the legs. So now, senior high at the Lex 45, first and 10, two minutes to go in the first half. Duke Reese takes the snap. He's back. He's going to run again. He's going to get tackled, though, this time, and the ball comes out. And the referee's going to say he was down. He's going to get three yards. And they're going to say the ground caused the fumble. Mason Green with the tackle. Second and seven now, and the clock rolls. And we're at 1.45 to go in the first half. Senior high content to let this thing run down. They live off big plays, so it, if they strike, it won't take them long. Second and seven, Duke Reese, shotgun snap, he's back. He's going to throw this time, and it's incomplete. Nate Dismuke tried to make the diving grab down at about the 26-yard line and threw his hands again. And that stops the clock and sets up a third and seven. So we're kind of in an interesting situation here. 126 to go in the first half. Lex still has two timeouts. They showed no interest in trying to score on the last drive, though. They really just wanted to run some clock. So I'm not sure even if Lex got the ball back here if they would try to score or not. But you certainly can't let senior high score. And they've got it third and seven at the Lex 42. Senior high with a 28 to 10 lead. Well, and to, yeah, burn another timeout. Yep, <laughs> timeout senior high. They couldn't get organized there. And we'll see what they draw up here in just a second. 
Senior high up 28 to 10, 124 to go. Second quarter on fearthevillage.com. Need to get the power flowing in your home or business? BP Electric can do it all. Using only the best qualified electricians in Ohio, BP Electric can take care of a full range of services, including light fixtures, EV chargers, outlets and switches, whole home surge protectors, and so much more. Headquartered in Lexington, BP Electric is a local company with resources to serve the entire state. For all of your electrical needs, check them out online at bpelectricofoh.com. This is former Minuteman Nick Lazier, class of 2014, and you're listening to Lexington Football on fearthevillage.com. Senior high with one timeout left here in the first half. They just had to use their second timeout because they couldn't get organized for a third down play there. They have one timeout left. Lexington still has two, and it's third and six out of the timeout. Duke Reese is going to go into the shotgun. He's got two wide receivers to the right. Jayante O'Brien by himself to the left. And Jermaine Bradley going to be the tight end on the right side. Here we go, third and six from the 42. Duke Reese, he takes the snap, fakes a give, throws, and it's an incomplete pass right through the hands of O'Brien. Dontrell Hughes was there as well, and now it's fourth down and six. And... Senior high going to punt this ball away and make sure they don't give Lex any type of short field for a big play here to end the half. I won't lie, I don't think I've seen Coach Bradley be this conservative over the years, ever. Yeah, I thought I thought for sure he'd be going for it here. <laughs> Fourth and six, they'll snap this thing away at the 42, Debolt. We'll punt it out of there. And then it's a high coffin corner punt. It's going to bounce. It's actually going to take a Lex bounce, and this thing will be down at about the 16-yard line. So Now, if you're Lex, if you do want to just get into halftime, you can because senior high only has one timeout left. You certainly have to take care of the ball here. And since they did end up taking over this drive at their own 15. I'm not sure Lex will take a shot here at all. You certainly don't want to get into a situation where you have to try to uh, punt again because Lexington's punt snapping and their punts have been all over tonight. I would imagine Lex is just going to run here and get into halftime. Although senior high can make him stop the clock at least once. They'll start in the pistol from the 15-yard line. Caudell's going to actually throw on first down, and it is through the hands of Braden Fogle. It got tipped at the line. That came out of there dangerously because that got tipped. That could have been picked off. Yeah, there are about three Tigers right there around Fogle that just didn't get a beat on the ball, and yeah, that was definitely a, a dangerous throw there from Joe. Luckily, fell to the turf. So that did stop the clock with 109 to go. Second down. Now the Minutemen will go into the pistol with just two wide receivers from the 15. And this time they will run off the right side. It's Markel Martin, and he's going to actually get a first down across the 25 to the 26, a gain of 11. Now we'll see what the Minutemen elect to do here. This new can Bradley make this up for the Tigers. 
I mean, you could try to throw one more time because even if you get into a second down or third down, you could run again and start the clock back up. Senior high only has one timeout. Well, clock's rolling down to, down I think to they're gonna take, 48 yeah. seconds. I think they're going to take this into half. Caudell in the pistol from the 26. He'll run it left side. He's got a little bit of room. Caudell, he's got another first down, a gain of 11 again across the 35 and out to the 37. 39 seconds to go. Lex still with two timeouts. I'd even maybe think about taking one here and maybe take a shot at the end, take a shot down the field. I mean, you're moving the ball a little bit. They'll bring out Gage Powell to the right. Carter Wilson by himself off to the left. Caudell in the pistol again from the 37. First and 10. He is going to throw on first down. Caudell, he's going to line it up and launch it down the middle of the field. And he undershoots Fogle, and it's caught by Dismuke. Intercepted coming the other way. At the 50, across the field, 45-40. He's to the 35-30, has blockers, 20, and he's finally brought down Nate Dismuke down to the 20. And now senior high in business to try to score with nine seconds to go. We'll see what they do here. Well, I guess that's worst-case scenario when you take a shot. But luckily, I mean, it was a long return, so a lot of clock got ate up. So Mansfield's super limited on what they can try to do here. One timeout. So, yeah, they could take one shot and then maybe kick a field goal. Yeah, maybe. That's about all you got time for because you don't even really have time to hit a quick out and get out of bounds because nine seconds goes real quick. Well, after the possession change here, Senior High will come out. First and 10, Duke Reese, nine seconds to go. They have one timeout, they're at the Lex 20. And now a timeout Lexington. They let Senior High get set up there to maybe see what they were gonna do. And Lex decided to take a timeout. Couple of college scores tonight so far. Wisconsin leads Purdue 21-3. Game's almost at halftime. And then NC State and Virginia at the end of one quarter, tied at zero. And of course, NC State now has Brennan Armstrong from Shelby. Former Whippet. It's a revenge game for him, like you were talking to me earlier. Yeah, Armstrong played four years at Virginia and then with his fifth year transfer, decided to go to NC State. So, local tie there now at uh, NC State. Some high school scores from around the OCC. New Philly leads Mount Vernon 22-3 at halftime. Also at halftime, Worcester and West Holmes deadlocked at 21. That's interesting. As Lexington goes to West Holmes next week. Uh, Madison trailing Ashland 28-0 second quarter at Community Stadium over in Ashland. Here we go, nine seconds to go in the first half. Senior High going to send three wide receivers left, one to the right, empty backfield for Duke Reese. They have one timeout, so they can throw something over the middle here. They'll send Dismuke in motion. And here we go. Reese back to pass. He's going to throw, and he throws it behind his man. It was Dismuke, and he was open, but he threw it behind him down at the two. That would have been an easy touchdown. And now with four seconds to go, we'll see what the Tigers decide to do here. And I don't, know I if don't think this is in Debolt's range. This would end up being about a 37-yard attempt if they did do it from here, and I don't think they're going to do it. I think they're going to go for a touchdown. 
Touchdown or nothing for the Tigers here to end the half. Well, I don't even know how Dismute was that wide open. I mean, he came in motion across the formation and might have got caught, might have got lost in the motion, but, man, he was wide open over there on that far right sideline. Yeah, I think Lexington might have been in a zone defense there, and, yeah, he just kind of snuck around that zone because he came in motion, and I don't think there were enough Defensive backs on that side of the field to cover him. And now senior high will use their last timeout to try to set something up. So if the longest first half in high school history didn't feel long, these last nine seconds have taken like 15 minutes to run. I mean, barring a running clock tonight, we're going to be here till 10 o'clock. Yeah, no kidding. 28 to 10, Mansfield Sr. with the 18-point lead. They have one more chance here to find the end zone before halftime, and now they've got Diebold out there. They're going to try this field goal. Lexington does get the ball to start the second half, so even a missed field goal here could be some positive momentum for the Minutemen heading into halftime. And as I said, this will be a 37-yarder on the far hash for Dismuke. So he's got to kick this thing, or not Dismuke, excuse me, Diebolt. And now Lexington will use their last timeout. You might as well. You can't take them all with you. Got to ice the kicker. So Diebolt's going to kick this thing from the right hash, which for a right-footed kicker in high school is the hardest kick to make. 28 to 10, senior high on top. Final timeout, Lexington. Now neither team has any timeouts left. And you never know, Nick. I mean, punt block touchdown. Crazier things have happened. And I just look at the Minutemen sideline, just depleted tonight. No Carter Newman, no Drayton Berry, no Seven Allen. Well, here comes the offense. So now after Lex took a timeout, Senior High was going to kick the field goal. Lex took their final timeout. Now Senior High sends the offense back on the field. Like Might as well. Thanks for the timeout. One play left here from the 20-yard line. Duke Reese in the shotgun to end the half. He takes the snap. He's back. He's looking. He's firing, and it's incomplete, and that is the end of the first half. So a good end of the half there for the Minutemen to get a stop. They trail it 28 to 10 heading into halftime and they'll get the ball to start the second half. A long first half, a minute man, it could be worse. They got themselves back into it just for a split second there and then senior high was able to answer to take it back out to 18 points. But see what the minute, uh, minute men can do coming out of the halftime break. Hopefully make some adjustments get themselves back into this thing. When we come back, we'll have complete scores from around the area. And we'll get you halftime stats as well. And then we will also get you set up for the second half. As it is homecoming tonight, so maybe a little bit of an extended halftime show here. Bear with us. Senior high leads it at half, 28 to 10. And when we come back, we'll have the BP Electric halftime show on fearthevillage.com. Buying your dream home is something that you'll never forget. But the process can also bring stress. Finding the right house, making the right offer, selling your old house. Don't let the process become overwhelming. Instead, let Joshua Kennedy with Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors take on the burden for you. 
He was born, raised, and lives right here in North Central Ohio. Serving the area for nearly 10 years, Joshua Kennedy can help you sell your house and put you in your dream home today. He's always accepting new clients, so give him a call today at 419-571-1699. That's 419-571-1699. Or email jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Joshua Kennedy of Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors. Working for you and with you from beginning to end to make the process as smooth and as enjoyable as possible. jkennedy305 at gmail.com. When the struggle is real and you're trying to avoid that 2.30 feeling, how does a nice bubble tea or hot coffee sound? At Ah Tea's mobile concession stand, they offer a nice variety of over 15 flavors of tea and coffee. Ah Tea's travels all over North Central and Central Ohio during fair season. Whether it's a graduation, birthday party, farmer's market, or street fair, Ah Tea's is your answer for any specialty event. Call co-owner Chef Linda Golden at 740-244-2249. That's A-T-E-E-S, A-A-H-T-E-E-S, at 740-244-2249. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at BP Electric of OA. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. This is Lexington football coach Andrew Saris, and you're listening to the home of Lexington football, fearthevillage.com. Time here at Lexington High School where the Minutemen are in a fight. They are trailing 28-10 to to the Mansfield Senior T.Y. Tigers. Winner tonight gets sole possession of first place in the OCC. And we're back here with the BP Electric Halftime Show. Corey Durbin, Nick Lazier with you, and Nick has all the first-half stats for you, Nick. Yeah, like Corey said, 28-10. The Tigers lead the Minutemen after one half of play. Uh, So far tonight, it's been kind of a – especially in that second quarter, it was just kind of slow. Only only 10 points combined in that that second quarter. But first quarter, a lot of action from the TY Tigers. They scored 21 points of their 28 in that first quarter. Uh, all the first two touchdowns were on two runs of Duke Reese, one by one of 30 yards and one of 13 yards. Uh, but overall, let's see here, rushing for the Minutemen. Joe Caldwell is leading the Minutemen in rushing yards. He's got 11 attempts for 39 yards, as long as it's 14 on the night. Uh, Markel Martin, 
Six carries for 19 yards, his longest of 11. And then Mason Green yet to really get it going. He's only got two carries for minus two yards tonight. Uh, through the air for the Minutemen, Joe Caudill, four of 11, 98 yards. He, he does have the one touchdown on the long connection of 65 yards to Braden Fogle, uh, but he also does have the one interception. Uh, receiving for the Minutemen, only three, three Minutemen have gotten in on the action so far tonight. Braden Fogle with two catches for 70 yards, the one touchdown. That was the 65-yard touchdown pass. Carter Wilson, one catch for 17 yards. Engage Powell, one catch for 11 yards. For the Tigers, Duke Reese, Doing it all tonight for the Tigers so far, especially on the ground, which personally I wasn't really expecting. I, I thought he was going to try to do a little bit more through the air, but he's definitely killed the Minutemen on the ground tonight so far. Eight rushes for 81 yards, two touchdowns. He also has the one long touchdown of 30 yards. Jameer Petty, three carries, 43 yards, and a touchdown of his own. Jonte uh, O'Brien got in on the rushing action. One rush for 21 yards. And also Zion Brown, three rushes for 13 yards. Through the air, Duke Reese is only 3 of 12 for 42 yards and a touchdown. He really hasn't done a whole bunch through the air, which is kind of surprising because that's kind of how Mansfield makes their living. They, they like to throw the football around. They like to get a lot, uh, mainly Amar Davis involved in the action, but he's yet to touch the ball offensively. He did have the one little jet sweep that they tried to get him involved in, but they got called back for a holding. So Amar Davis yet to really get involved offensively, other than in special teams, he has a couple kick returns uh, for some yardage. But the, main the only receivers for uh, the Tigers that have caught anything, Jermaine Bradley, two receptions for 17 yards, and Nate Dismuke with one catch for 25 yards, and that was a touchdown. Uh, both, both teams both teams very uh, similar when you look at kind of just, if you're just looking at the numbers without the scores, I mean, both both teams pretty similar. Mansfield with nine first downs. The Minutemen with seven first downs. Uh, I mean, the only difference is there's really the total yardage. 200 yards of total offense for the Tigers, 138 for the Minutemen. I, I feel like the Tigers, they've just had great field position all night long tonight. They've had a couple short fields, and they've been able to convert those short fields into touchdowns. But Lexington keeping it pretty clean. On the penalty side, they only have one penalty for five yards. Mansfield, five penalties for 55 yards. Uh, punting the football, Markel Martin, three punts for 84 yards, so a 28-yard average as long as 33 tonight. Quinton Diebold, three punts for 114 yards. His long tonight is 51. He really got a hold of one. And, uh, I mean, if you looked at this time, time of possession and the penalties, first downs, you would think that the Minutemen would be winning this football game. The Lexington Minutemen have had the ball for 14 minutes and 38 seconds compared to the T.Y. Tigers, only 9 minutes and 22 seconds of having the football. But Lex just having a hard time really trying to get anything going. Uh, only scored three points in that second quarter. Uh, you really just need to see them come out in this second half and kind of just right away you need to, you need to score because if you give Mansfield the ball back to trying to extend that lead out to maybe even 25 points, then you're starting to fear of run, getting running into the running clock and then things can just kind of get out of control. So I really look for the Minutemen to come out after halftime and really, I don't want to say score quickly, but they need to kind of score with some pace. They, they can't come out here and just have like a long 8, 10-minute drive because then you're, you're limiting your possessions as the game goes on. Because I'm sure once this game gets late into the third, into the fourth quarter, Mansfield's definitely going to start trying to run the football a little bit more and uh, try to close this game out of here and take sole lead in the OCC. Uh, after the break here, we'll uh, get all the scores and 
We'll get you set up here for the second half uh, for Mansfield and Lexington. Uh, tune in here after the break. Thanks. Buying your dream home is something that you'll never forget, but the process can also bring stress. Finding the right house, making the right offer, selling your old house. Don't let the process become overwhelming. Instead, let Joshua Kennedy with Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors take on the burden for you. He was born, raised, and lives right here in North Central Ohio. Serving the area for nearly 10 years, Joshua Kennedy can help you sell your house and put you in your dream home today. He's always accepting new clients, so give him a call today at 419-571-1699. That's 419-571-1699. Or email jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Joshua Kennedy of Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors. Working for you and with you from beginning to end to make the process as smooth and as enjoyable as possible. jkennedy305 at gmail.com. When the struggle is real and you're trying to avoid that 2.30 feeling, how does a nice bubble tea or hot coffee sound? At Odd Tea's mobile concession stand, they offer a nice variety of over 15 flavors of tea and coffee. Odd Tea's travels all over North Central and Central Ohio during fair season. Whether it's a graduation, birthday party, farmer's market, or street fair, Odd Tea's is your answer for any specialty event. Call co-owner Chef Linda Golden at 740-244-2249. That's A-T-E-S, A-A-H-T-E-S, at 740-244-2249. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at BP Electric of OH. Com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. This is Lexington football coach Andrew Saris, and you're listening to the home of Lexington football, fearthevillage.com. Welcome back to the BP Electric Halftime Show. It is Senior High 28, Lexington 10. Corey Durbin back here with you. We'll get you full scores from around North Central Ohio, and we'll start with the OCC. Huge matchup right now out at West Holmes. I don't know that anyone anticipated this score. It is Worcester 21, West Holmes 21 in the third quarter. And if you're a Lex fan, we are cheering really hard tonight for the Worcester Generals. A win tonight for Worcester would be massive 
for Lexington's playoff hopes. We'll see how that game shakes out. Of course, Lex beat Worcester last week. They head to West Holmes next week, out to Millersburg next Friday night. So huge matchup that we'll keep a close eye on throughout the rest of the night. Over at Community Stadium in Ashland, the Arrows are just crushing Madison at halftime, 28 to nothing. Also at halftime, out at New Philadelphia at Quaker Stadium, New Philly leads Mount Vernon 22-3 at halftime. Over in the MOAC, some really intriguing scores tonight. Marion Pleasant with a slim lead over Clear Fork, 16-14 at halftime. Again, that's another team that, uh, if you're a Lex fan, we want Clear Fork to win as many games as possible. Right now they're down two at half. It'd be nice uh, to see them come back and get a big win there at Marion Pleasant. Also, Shelby with a 26-14 lead over Highland. And then at halftime over at uh, Copeland Field, it is Ontario 45, Galleon 28 at halftime. So a huge high-scoring game there. Uh, over to the Northern 10, Carey leads Colonel Crawford 7-0 at halftime. That's for top of the Northern 10 bragging rights. Mohawk at halftime leads Upper Sandusky 14-12. And Seneca East with a second-quarter lead over Buckeye Central 30 to nothing. Uh, Winford with a 50-18 lead over Bucyrus. That game also in the second quarter. Out in the Firelands Conference, it is Mapleton 20, Plymouth 12. Lucas at halftime leads Monroeville 17-14. And Crestview with a 21-0 lead over South Central. And the KMAC, Northmore with a big halftime lead over Fredericktown, 28-0. It's East Knox 14, Mount Gilead nothing. Centerburg leads Cardington 21 nothing at halftime. And in the second quarter, Danville leads Loudonville 32 to seven. A few other scores, Elgin leads Crestline in the third quarter, 52 to nothing. Elgin's gonna stay hot. Man, they've really uh, impressed some people around the area this year with a, some really high scoring games. The Elgin Comets, one of the better small schools in the area this year. Norwalk with a 13-0 lead over Vermillion. Dalton leads Hillsdale 42-0. It's Ridgedale uh, trailing Harden Northern 21-0. Cuyahoga Valley Christian leads Triway 48-3 at halftime. Lakota leads Willard 23-7 at half. And Lucas, I said uh, just a moment ago, but I'll say it again. Lucas with a 17-14 lead over Monroeville at halftime. Right here at Lexington, it is senior high 28, Lex 10. And right now they're doing all the homecoming festivities, so we've got still a few more minutes until second half action. When we come back, we'll get you set up for that second half action and hopefully a big Lexington comeback. We'll see if they can get it done and take sole possession of first place in the OCC when we come back on fearthevillage.com. Buying your dream home is something that you'll never forget, but the process can also bring stress. Finding the right house, making the right offer, selling your old house. Don't let the process become overwhelming. Instead, let Joshua Kennedy with Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors take on the burden for you. He was born, raised, and lives right here in North Central Ohio. Serving the area for nearly 10 years, Joshua Kennedy can help you sell your house and put you in your dream home today. He's always accepting new clients, so give him a call today at 419-571-1699. That's 419-571-1699. Or email jkennedy305 at gmail.com. Joshua Kennedy of Coldwell Banker Maddox McCleary Realtors. 
working for you and with you from beginning to end to make the process as smooth and as enjoyable as possible. jkennedy305 at gmail.com. When the struggle is real and you're trying to avoid that 2.30 feeling, how does a nice bubble tea or hot coffee sound? At Ah Tea's mobile concession stand, they offer a nice variety of over 15 flavors of tea and coffee. Ah Tea's travels all over North Central and Central Ohio during fair season. Whether it's a graduation, birthday party, farmer's market, or street fair, Ah Tea's is your answer for any specialty event. Call co-owner Chef Linda Golden at 740-244-2249. That's A-T-E-S, A-A-H-T-E-S, at 740-244-2249. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at BP Electric of Ohio. H.com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. This is Lexington football coach Andrew Saris, and you're listening to the home of Lexington football, fearthevillage.com. Still halftime here at Lexington High School. It was homecoming, so a little bit of a longer halftime uh, tonight than usual, just by a minute or two. But the Senior High Tigers are out of the locker room, and they're warming up. We're still waiting on Lexington to come out. We've got about four minutes until the second half kickoff. Senior High leads this thing 28-10. Lex will get the ball here in just a couple of minutes when we come back on fearthevillage.com. Locally owned and operated, the Life Support Team is North Central Ohio's premier medical service, providing emergency, non-emergency, and standby medical coverage 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Their paramedics and EMTs provide the highest quality care in your time of need. If you need medical transportation, call the Life Support Team, 419-522-2020. If you want to become a member of the Life Support Team, give them a call, 419-522-2020. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. 
That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. BP Electric of Ohio doesn't supply electricity, but they do keep the power flowing to meet the needs of your family and business. Using only qualified electricians, BP Electric of Ohio has been serving the entire state since 2003. Their service department offers a full range of residential electrical maintenance services, including panel changes, fixture replacement, outlet repair, exterior services, and more. BP Electric of Ohio is located in downtown Lexington and online at bpelectricofoh.com. Proud to be the presenting sponsor on VSBN Radio. This is Aiden Nichol, and you're listening to Minutemen Football on fearthevillage.com. Just about finally set for second half action here at Lexington, where it is senior high 28, Lex 10. It's going to be past some of our bedtimes by the time this game ends. I mean, this seems like the game of eternity tonight. As we still have about three minutes to go until second half kickoff, and we're nearing 9 o'clock already. Gosh, that's crazy. That first quarter just took forever. Corey Durbin, Nick Lazier back with you. And Nick... Lex, still not completely out of it yet, but what do they have to do here to complete the big comeback? And, uh, I mean, you could argue if they came back and win this game, Hmm. this would be the most thrilling and biggest victory, and I couldn't even tell you how long. I mean, Lexington has not won the conference since 2016, and they shared it. They haven't won it outright since 2008. Hmm. A win tonight, especially given the opponent, and just what's at stake, this will be the biggest win in quite some time, especially, uh, you know, they've got, they have to come back from 18 to do it. Yeah, I, I mean, I think obviously you just got to try to get some turnovers. That's, that's one thing that really hasn't happened tonight is there's been a couple fumbles that Mansfield's coughed up, but they've just kind of been able to fall on them and they've taken the right bounce or whatever. But I think Lex really just needs to try to get a turnover or two because that, that obviously is always a game changer when you can – turn the ball over, but uh, they just have to kind of worry about themselves. I don't think they can. They need to worry about what Mansfield's doing as much as they need to worry about what they have going on. I, I feel like they started to find a little bit of a rhythm there at the end of the half. I mean, I know it was only a couple run plays, but I feel like they were trying to get a little bit of a rhythm, get a little bit more comfortable. I mean, Joe's the leading rusher on the, on the team tonight so far, uh, and he's also had the most attempts. So I, I hate to say that you need to get other guys involved a little bit more, but I think – if you can get Markel Martin maybe rolling a little bit, maybe set up a little bit of play action, something like that. Because right now this Mansfield defense, they're really just kind of pinning their ears back and they're going. They're not even worried about the threat of getting beat over the top because they're so worried. They're so confident that they have the athletes outside that they can guard one-on-one. And obviously the one touchdown that Joe connected to Braden with, it was a one-on-one matchup and Braden won. So they can do it. They have the guys outside. Obviously not having Seven Allen out here on the football field, that's obviously a big factor because he's just so dynamic. But, you, you, I mean, you got other kids that can make plays. Carter Wilson has proven that he can make some plays in, in the passing game. So you just kind of take some shots down the field. Uh, at times it seemed a little conservative, and, and now you're, you're down 18 in the second half of a football game that's very important. I think you just kind of got to let it rip and, and see what happens. And defensively, they really Mansfield hasn't done anything special. They've had short fields all night, and they've just been able to capitalize on those short fields. So the defense, when Mansfield's been pinned back, the defense has done a great job of kind of containing. And I, and I said uh, when I was going over, this, this, over the stats, Amar Davis hasn't touched the ball yet. 
So Lex has done a great job of keeping the ball out of his hands, and if they just continue to do that, they're, they're trying. I mean, I'm sure the game plan coming in was make someone other than Amar beat us. Yep. And right now, I mean, Duke Reese has been that guy, and you just kind of got to live with it. But in this second half, I think you guys got to turn it up a little bit, yep. start to bring a little bit more pressure. They, they did it early, but I think they kind of got away from it as the, as the half went on. So I think you just got to turn the pressure up a little bit and – just kind of see what happens. Yeah, you got to go big or go home. I yep. mean, this is you don't get many chances like this with this situation. What's at stake against your rival? Might as well leave it all out there and let the chips fall where they may. It is time for second half action. Corey Durbin, Nick Lazier with you. Fearthevillage.com, thank you so much for joining us tonight. As always, we love having you along with us throughout the season. It's been an exciting season. I will say, Nick, the Minutemen on a three-game winning streak right now, and it started three weeks ago out of the halftime break with a trick play to score a touchdown. So we'll see what they can do here coming out of halftime. Quentin Debolt has it up on the tee. He'll kick it left to right. And the second half has begun. Carter Wilson's going to take it from the 12 to the 15, 20, 25, and he's cut down there at the 26 and the Minutemen will start there. Trailing by 18 to start the second half. 28 to 10. Man, if the Minutemen could have just gotten into halftime like 21 to 10 instead of 28 to 10, it would feel a lot different here. I think this crowd is still a little stunned because it was 21 to nothing before you blinked. Yeah, it was quick. And then after that, it was fairly even, really. Yeah. But Mansfield took advantage of a Lex turnover and scored a touchdown. They had short fields in the first quarter and scored on short drives. See what the Minutemen can do here. First drive of the second half. It's first and 10. Minutemen at their own 25. Caudell in the shotgun. Three wide receivers, but he's going to hand it. And coming off the left side, Mason Green is going to be wrapped up after a gain of one. He ran about 20 yards to get one as he ran all the way to the near sideline. And he was chased down by a couple of uh, Tigers there. Carter Kessler was one of them. And Nye Petty was the other. So it took two minute men, or took two Tigers to take down Mason Green there. One yard gain, second and nine at the 26. Caudell breaks the huddle and sends Braden Fogle, and he'll send Dontrell Hughes off to the right. Gage Powell off to the left, and he's going to throw on second down. Caudell winds up and throws. He's got a man. It's Fogel, and he just overshoots him by two yards. And, man, was he open over on the far sideline at about the 50. Yeah, and, and that's one that Joe's he's going to see on film tomorrow, and he's going to want that one back. I mean, Fogel ran a great route, ran a little corner route. He had one-on-one -on -one coverage, and he won, and he was open. Just another miss there from Joe. Tough one. Third and nine now. And that is, that's a big miss there. See if they can get it back here. Hughes and Fogel off to the right. Powell by himself to the left in the shotgun again. Caudell, third and nine from the 26. He takes, he's going to have to roll right after he got pressured. 
He's going to throw, and he's got a man. It's Fogel on the far sideline, caught for a first down, and he toe taps and gets out of bounds. And, and that was a great job there from Fogel because he was running a vertical route, but then he saw Joe again rushing outside of the pocket to the right side. Fogel broke off his route right towards the sideline, and Joe hit him. Great first down. And that'll take the Minutemen out to the 38 now, the first down, a big first down conversion on third and nine there to keep this drive going. You just feel like right now the Minutemen have to get some points. They'll send three wide receivers off to the left. It's Powell, Fogel, and Hughes. They'll send one wide receiver off to the right by himself, and Caudell's going to take and throw on first down. He's got a man short, and it's Powell, and it's right through his hands. Incomplete at about the 40. Second and 10 coming up. And that's something I, I like to see here from the, from the Lex offense, trying to get Joe kind of rolling out of the pocket a little bit, kind of get him some more space that he can operate so he doesn't feel like he has to sit and confined in that pocket. I, I feel like he does his best when he's outside the pocket just trying to make a play. Second and 10 now, Minutemen at their own 37. Now we'll call it the 38. Three wide to the left, one to the right. They'll go into the pistol this time, Caudell takes he's gonna run and he's gonna get a little room up the middle but it closes up pretty quickly he's only gonna get two and man I'm starting to notice now every time Lexington goes into the pistol senior high just stacks the box I mean they're they are bought into the run every time Lexington goes into the pistol and when Lex is back in that shotgun, it seems like they have a little more time. Senior high doesn't pressure as much. And so far, it's paid off for senior high tonight because pretty much every time Lex has been in that pistol, they've run it. And they'll go into the pistol again. Three wide receivers left, two to the right. Excuse me, one to the right. Third and eight from the 40. Caudell takes the snap. He's back. He's being rushed, and he's going to get sacked back at the 34. It's going to be a loss of six. Minutemen will have to punt to start the half. And now it's, unfortunately, it's kind of a situation now where it's up to your defense. If they don't get a stop here, Lex is in a very, very deep hole. I mean, this is the time for a turnover. Just got to pray here for, for a, a good snap here. To back to Markell. Things have been a little shaky in the punt game tonight for the Minutemen. Markel does take a pretty good snap, and it's blocked. The punt is blocked, and it's going to roll out of bounds down at the seven-yard line. It's going to be senior high ball inside the 10. And I want to say that was blocked by Mo Bradley, who I heard... Just got a call from Michigan last week from Coach Harbaugh. And I've heard he's just been all over the place making plays all year long. That's really the first play he's made tonight, but yeah. that's a big one. Yeah, no kidding. My goodness. First and 10, senior high at their own seven-yard line to start this drive. Excuse me, the Lex seven, and we've got a whistle. Senior high screaming, I believe, 
Lexington took a timeout. <laughs> Senior high was screaming at the referee that Lex had 12 on the field. And they did. So Lexington had to take a timeout there in order to prevent the penalty. So Lex with their first timeout of the half. 9.22 to go third quarter. Senior high up 28 to 10. And, and that's just, that's such a silly thing to have to take a timeout for you. You just get a, blo a punt blocked, and then the, the clock stopped, and then you have to take a timeout anyway just to get your get your defense in order. I just not, well, the, not the best start here. No, it's unfortunate <laughs> because the Minutemen have kind of started both halves the same way. The first quarter, senior high scored a touchdown on the very next drive. Minutemen fumble the punt snap, and senior high recovers with a short field and score. Almost the same thing here to start the second half, Lex. A blocked punt, and now senior high with it, first and goal at the seven. Out of the timeout. Here we go. Duke Reese in the shotgun, two wide to the left, one to the right. He sends a man in motion. It's Dismuke, and they'll fake a give to Dismuke and throw, and it's tipped at the line by Joey Caudell. Good defense there by Joey. Second and goal from the seven coming up. Again, trying to get the ball to Amar Davis out there on the, on the slant. Dontrell Hughes with great coverage, too. He was in one-on-one -on -one coverage with Lamar, and he was right there in position. Even if that ball got through, I think Dontrell is in a good position to make a play. Tell you what, up to this point tonight, Lamar Davis has done virtually nothing on the stat sheet, and that's got to be frustrating for him because he was having just an amazing season. Second and goal from the seven. They'll hand off left side. Minutemen are over there, and they'll make the stop down at about the four-yard line. It was Jameer Petty. And, I, and I, I mean, I'd imagine this is four down territory here for Coach Bradley. Yep. He's got a chance really to put the game away here early in the third quarter. And knowing Coach Bradley, he's going to take that opportunity. Third and goal from the four. Duke Reese in the shotgun. He'll have two wide receivers off to the right, one to the left. Duke takes, and he's going to give, and the Minutemen are in the backfield. This is going to be a loss of about three as Petty had nowhere to go on that one. Big stop for the Minutemen, and now it's going to be third and goal. Excuse me. Fourth and goal at the six. And, and, and there's not... When you're when you're fourth and goal here, there's not a ton of plays that because you just don't have a lot of room. I mean, mm -hmm. obviously you have ten yards in the end zone, but there's not really a lot of room to really develop anything down the field. So it's got to be a lot of quick hitter stuff. So as long as the Minutemen are good at the point of attack, they should be able to get a big stop here. Well, we'll find out. Fourth and goal from the six. Duke Reese sends Amar Davis in motion. He's back to pass. He's going to have to roll left. He doesn't have anywhere to go with it. Now he throws to the end zone, and it's incomplete. It was dropped, and thank goodness Dontrell Hughes fell down. He slipped in the end zone, and that left a Tiger wide open down there. I can't tell who it was. I think it was Dismuke, and he had to. He also kind of slid yeah. and lost his footing, and yeah. as he was going down, he dropped the ball, incomplete, turnover on downs. Yeah, I mean, that's. there's been a couple times tonight that there's been guys slipping all over the place, and I know – once that sun goes down, this grassy surface starts to get a little dewy, a little bit harder to keep your traction, but worked out there for the Minutemen. They're able to get a big stop on turnover on downs. Now the Minutemen will have it first and 10 at their own six. 
Big score over there in West at uh, in Millersburg at West Holmes. It is 28-28. Worcester had the lead. West Holmes just tied it up. Keep an eye on that. First and 10-minute men at their own six. Caudell takes a low snap. He fumbled it, and he's going to be downed in the end zone as he had to dive on the ball, and it's going to be a safety. So now it's going to be 30-10, to 10, and the Minutemen are going to have to free kick it away to the Tigers. And it just seems like, Nick, the Minutemen have been okay outside of their own 20. But yeah. when they've been inside their own 20 tonight, they've had two. They've had a punt, snap, fumble. They've had a blocked punt. And now they've had a snap fumble in the end zone for a safety. So really 16 points the Minutemen have given up inside their own 10-yard line just with turnovers. Now, yeah. if they could just, you know, get out of their own end, this is a 14-10 game, but turning it over inside your own 10 three times, I don't know the percentage of wins that that's happened, but it's got to be less than 1%. A team has turned it over three times inside their own 10 and won the game, and it's really a shame because the Minutemen outside of that sort of the opposite of the red zone, their own 20. Well, <laughs> they, they just have not been good tonight. But when they get out of there, they've been really good out in open mm -hmm. space where they have room to work. They can run the ball. They can throw. But when they're backed up inside their own 10, they really don't have a lot of options, and they have just not been good tonight. Well, and this just shows you how important special teams is too. I mean, I know a lot of times special teams might be taken for granted a little bit, but, I mean, it is a, an extremely important part of the, of, of the game. I mean, there's been two big plays on special teams that the Tigers have benefited from. So the free kick is squibbed, and it's going to be – I thought that might have been touched, and it's going to go out of bounds to 50. They're going to say it was – oh, did they just throw the flag? Uh, I think they did. So it's going to be a kick out of bounds. So where will that be at? Well, I would imagine if it's – Maybe I'm not sure. 50, I'm not sure if – I can't imagine it'll be the 35 like well, normal. He, he kicked it out. On. Okay, so they did say senior high touched it, and okay. it rolled out of bounds. So it's going to be senior high ball at the Lex 49. So, again, that's what a safety also does there. You get the two points, but you also get great field position. So now... We've been saying it all night that it's do or die, and this is it. I mean, if senior high scores here, I think Lex is going to be in a hole too big to get out of. First and 10. Senior high up 30 to 10. Duke Reese in the shotgun. He takes the snap he's going to give off the right side. It's Zion Brown, and he's going to be hit and lose two yards back across the 50. Good pursuit there by the Minutemen. And good tackling there to make sure no running room on the edges. And, and that's been a, a bright spot, at least. It, well, on true running plays, the Minutemen have done a great job defending the Tigers. It's been the broken plays where Duke Reese has been extending that he's gotten some great yardage on the ground. But other than that, they're not really doing a whole lot on the ground. Zion Brown now only touched it four times for 11 yards. Second and 12. At their own 49, Duke Reese is going to throw, and he's got a man down here on the near sideline and getting out to about the Lex 41-yard line. That's going to be Nye Petty. 
And that's going to be a gain of 10, and it brings up a third and two at the 41. Senior high going to get up quickly and go to the line here. They've got two wide receivers off to the left. Petty by himself to the right. Duke Reese in the shotgun takes the snap. They'll give Zion Brown off the left side. He's going to try to get the edge, and he's struck down by Joey Caudell for a loss of about three. It's going to set up fourth down. Had great penetration there from Joe. They, they pulled the the center and the right guard over to that left side to try to get some, some pull over there, but a great job there from Joe to bring him down in the backfield. And Coach Bradley content to play the field position game here. He's going to send on the punt team. It's fourth and four. Senior high has it at the Lex 43, but they want to try to pin Lex deep, and as we've seen tonight, Lexington deep has not done well in their own end zone. The punt is barely out of there, and this thing's going to roll down to about the eight-yard line, and that's where Lex will take over, and we've got a flag, and if that's running into the kicker, that's going to be a first down. Yeah, I think they're going to get Mason Green over here on the uh, coming off that right side. And now it's not just running into the kicker. It is roughing the kicker. That's a 15-yard penalty. And that's a big first down for senior high. And, I mean, you can't fault the Minutemen there for going after it. They did almost get there. Mm -hmm. I mean, Mason was right there, just didn't get there soon enough. Because once you touch that ball, the kicker's fair game. But if you don't get anything on it, if you don't even get a fingernail on that ball and you touch the kicker, it's a wrap. So, unfortunately, that's a 15-yard penalty. And now senior high with a fresh set of downs down to the Lex 28. It is 30-10. to 10. Duke Reese has him out with two wide receivers left. Nye Petty by himself to the right in the shotgun. They will fake a give and throw on first down, and it is incomplete. I think it was tipped at the line and then out there on the edge. Coming up to make the hit, I think, was Dontrell Hughes on Amar Davis. Amar gets up a little slow. Big hit there by Dontrell Hughes, second and ten coming up. Yeah, it looked like there was two Tigers there trying to go for the ball. I think it was Dismute and Amar, and neither one of them able to come up with it. Second and 10 from the 28. Reese back into the shotgun again. He takes. He's going to keep it on the option, and he doesn't have a ton of room, and he's going to be tackled for a no gain there. I think he got back to the line of scrimmage. Third and 10 coming up. Great job by the Minutemen to keep him bottled there. Man, he was trying his best to get out of that thing again. He, he's been very shifty tonight. I, then I wasn't really expecting this from Duke. Third, actually, they're going to say he lost a yard. It is third down and 11. Third and 12 Tigers on the 29-yard line. From the Lex, 29. Duke Reese in the shotgun, three wide receivers. Takes the snap. He's got time, and he throws it over the middle, and it's through the hands of Amar Davis, incomplete, and that was going to be a touchdown by a mile. He just, man, Duke has a heck of an arm, and he put a fastball behind that one and right through the hands of Amar Davis, just a little high, yeah. too. And again, even, even with, a, with that pass being a little bit high, still uncharacteristic for uh, Amar to have a drop like that. So he's just, just not his night well, tonight. Well, and that could be, too, the fact that he just really hasn't had any touches, and yep. then he finally gets an open <laughs> one. and 90 mile an hour. <laughs> my goodness. So they're going to let Debolt try this field goal here. This is going to be a 40. 
Now they'll set it down at about the 36. This will be a 46-yarder. Snap is back. It's a good one. The hold is good, and this is nowhere close as Diebold just didn't have the leg behind it, and he kicked it wide to the left. So the Minutemen are going to have decent field position here. Down by 20 with 4.55 to go in the third quarter. And, and that's a win there from the Lex defense. I mean, you get the running, you're roughing the kicker call, and then defense is able to hold strong. Uh, and, in the big grand scheme of things, the two points on the safety didn't hurt the Minutemen right. because they were down three scores regardless. All it did was take a little more time off the clock, but the Minutemen really right where they were a few minutes ago, down 20 with the ball. But now the clock is going to become a factor. You got to start getting some points on the board quickly here. Need a big break. Caudell going to be in the pistol to start this drive. He's got two wide receivers off to the right, Keegan West alone to the left. From the 20, Caudell back to pass. He's going to almost be sacked, but he gets it out of there somehow, and it's caught. Jad Braden Fogel's got it down across midfield at the 45. Oh, my goodness. Joey Caudell <laughs> just threw up a prayer, and, caught, and uh, Fogel went up and got it. And using them basketball skills right there in live action, going up there like he's snagging a rebound, able to get it from Amar Davis. So it is first and 10 minute men down to the senior high 45-yard line. Just like that, it was ugly but effective. <laughs> when in doubt, lob it as high as you can to Braden Fogle. Yeah, he's down there somewhere. Minute man at the senior high 45, first and 10. Caught L in the pistol. He's got Fogle and Powell off to the right. West by himself to the left. He's going to throw on first down. Caudell gets it out of there, and he overshoots Keegan West. Incomplete on the near sideline, but Caudell had three Tigers right in his face as he released that thing, so wasn't able to get much control under it. And the Minutemen now in a position where field goals won't matter. you got to have touchdowns. Three of them to be exact, at least. 4.25 to go in the third quarter. Lex down 20, second and 10 at the senior high 45. Caudell takes the pistol snap. He's going to run, and he's going to run it for one yard off the left side. Third and nine coming up now. And the Minutemen come out. Third and nine at the senior high 44. Caught Ellen the pistol, two wide to the left, one to the right. He's back. He's going to load up, and he's going to throw. Middle of the field, he's got Gage Powell across the 40, down to the 38. That's going to be a gain of about six. It's going to be short of the first down. It'll set up a fourth and three. Actually, they're going to give him a great yeah, spot. Yeah, it's a great spot. Down to the 37, so fourth and two. And the Minutemen have to go for it here. And that's all you can ask for on a third and long, just to pick up enough to make it fourth and manageable, because every time from now on, it's four down territory. Fourth and two. Lexington at the senior high 37. Caudell trying to draw the Tigers offside. He's in the pistol. Two wide receivers off to the left, one to the right. Now they look over, maybe for a new play call here. 
Caudell takes. He's going to give. Markel Martin, left side. He's not going to get there. He's short. It's going to be a turnover on downs. And it's going to be senior high ball. Senior high with a 30-10 lead. West Holmes has taken a one-point lead at home over Worcester, 35-34. Keeping an eye on that because Lex needs a Worcester win there. Out at Marion Pleasant, Clear Fork needs a win there to help Lexington out. But right now, Pleasant with a 23-22 lead. So all three teams that uh, the Minutemen have beaten on this three-game winning streak, all three of them are losing, but two of them are only losing by a point. So the Minutemen desperately need some help elsewhere tonight as they trail this one 30-10. Senior high ball at their own 37-yard line, first and 10, 2.58 to go third quarter. Duke Reese in the shotgun. He's got three wide receivers, and he is going to throw on first down. He's got Nye Petty down here at the 43. It's caught, gain of five, and he goes down immediately. Keegan West on the tackle. Second and five coming up. So now, senior high, going to slow things down drastically here. Two wide receivers left, one to the right. Duke Reese in no hurry here. He's going to go into the shotgun, second and five at the 43, takes the snap. He's going to give off the left side. And the Minutemen are going to get Jameer Petty for a two-yard loss. Is that Boozer from the backside? Yeah, Cam Boozer doing a great job there from the backside pursuit, just making sure there's no cutback, and then finally taking Petty down in the backfield. Man, a generous spot there. They're going to say he got back to the line of scrimmage. That's going to set up third and four. Senior high at the 44-yard line, their own 44. Two wide receivers off to the left. Petty by himself to the right again. Duke Reese in the shotgun, third and four. He takes. He's going to fake a give and then throw on on third down, and he overshoots Dismuke. It's going to be fourth and four as Duke Reese ended up on his back again. And I'll tell you what, the Minutemen have done a great job getting pressure in there tonight. And it's funny because after senior high was up 14-0, that's when Lex started putting pressure on, and it has not been the same game since. But that big lead senior high started off with to start the game has really made a difference in this game because – after those first six minutes, you could argue Lexington has won the game yeah. since. But I think Lexington just kind of maybe starstruck tonight, kind of came out slow, and unfortunately they got down 21 to nothing before they blinked. Now it's 30 to 10. And we've got a fake punt, and the Tigers are going to run it, and they're not going to get it. The Minutemen were all over it. They're going to be short by a half a yard, I think. Because they tried to get behind the pile and just kind of push the pile, but I think they're short. Oh, my. You better come, wow. out. You better come out and measure that because that's not even close. So the marker was at the 47. Oh the my. ball's at the 46 and a half. And Coach, Coach Saris just got an unsportsman like he has yeah. every reason to be upset That's there. unreal. They were not even close. And they were pushing from behind. You can't do that in high school. So – Lexington's just going to get a warning. There is no way that's a first down. They got to measure. They're not even looking at it. You got to be kidding me. That's not even close. First down, oh Tigers. My. Unreal. On a fourth down fake punt. 
they get the first down by an inch because of a horrible spot, and they didn't even measure. They didn't even think about measuring. I'm not sure uh, they're – that had to be close enough to at least measure. Right. And in a big game like this, how can you not? Oh, man, it's first and ten. Tigers now at the 47. They'll hand off. Off the right side, it's Zion Brown trying to get the edge, and he doesn't get it. Mason Green is all over him for a gain of two. Although, with the way things are being spotted now, that might have been a gain of seven. I don't know till they lay the ball down. That was unbelievable. Just the fact that they didn't even bother to measure. Didn't even think about it. It wasn't even a thought in their minds. That was a first down. Man, Ugh. now they're out to the 49, second and eight. I am honestly shocked. Duke Reese in the shotgun. He's going to fake a give and throw, and it's complete this time. Dismuke, I don't know how that ball got through <laughs> about six people. But Dismuke finally brought one in tonight. They've, he's been open, and the ball's hit him a couple times tonight, and he's dropped him, but that one was a great catch in traffic down to the 38, first and 10. And with 30 seconds to go in the third quarter, Senior High's going to have to at least run one more play here. Three wide receivers left. Excuse me, two left, one to the right. Duke Reese, first and 10. He's going to throw on first down. He's going to roll to the left, and he's going to have to get it away as he was hit by Mason Green again, and Duke Reese is just getting obliterated tonight. And somehow got that one out of there. And incomplete into the sideline, second and 10, with 11 seconds to go in the third quarter. It's 30 to 10. Senior high on top by 20. Yeah, the pass rush has been there all night. I mean, it's just been a couple well, of broken plays. You but. know, this has been almost a carbon copy of the Shelby game where Lexington got down big right away and then pretty much kept it even from there on. That big first quarter has just bitten the Minutemen a couple times this year. On second down, they throw, and it is almost picked off as it was tipped twice. Over to the far sideline, and the Minutemen were there. It was initially tipped by Caudell. Then uh, Dontrell Hughes got a hand on it, and nobody was able to haul it in, though, and it's going to bring up third and ten. Seven seconds to go in the third quarter. Again, Duke Reese trying to force feed Amar Davis over there on that left side. And now Amar's not even, well, he is going to be in for this play way over on the far sideline. Two wide receivers left, one to the right. It's third and 10 at the Lex 38. Duke Reese. He takes the shotgun snap, fakes the give, throws again. Dismuke, another incomplete pass and another big hit by the Minutemen secondary, Carter Wilson. It's fourth down. And they got to run another play again. <laughs> so senior high could have taken this thing into the fourth quarter. But with 11 seconds left, they've thrown three incomplete passes, and now we're down to three seconds, and they've got to punt the ball away. So it's 30-10, to 10, senior high lead. They're going to have to punt it. Lexington getting their punt team on. Now, remember a moment ago, senior high ran the fake punt and got the first down, and this time they'll punt it away. And it's going to be fair caught and muffed, and senior high is going to pick it up and run it into the end zone, although we have a flag. Can you advance a fumble like that? Well, we've got a flag yeah. back here. I think you can, but we'll see what the flag is. If it's a hold, we're going to redo the kick, I'm sure. 
Referees taking forever to discuss this. Now, if it's on Lex, if it's a hold on Lexington trying to hold Senior High from getting down the field to make the play, then it's going to be a touchdown, Senior High. And it's a face mask, personal foul on Senior High. So running down the field here over on this side. <laughs> oh, well. Must have been some contact. So, man, Lex will take that all day. Absolutely. Dodged a bullet there. Now an untimed down. Worcester has taken the lead at Millersburg over West Holmes 40-35 to in the fourth quarter. Ashland leads Madison 35-7. New Philly leads Mount Vernon 28-3. For those of you wondering, in the third quarter, Ontario leads Galleon 45-35. That game had how many points in the first half? 73 combined, yeah. and in the second half, they're going into the fourth quarter. There's been seven points in the second half. So big penalty back, senior high, all the way back up on their own side of the field. So Lex actually has a chance here to get decent field position. The untimed down is going to be the punt by Bolt, and it's going to roll and be picked up by Carter Wilson, and he muffs it. And again, Lexington muffs the punt. Senior high is going to recover it at the 18. And now the 17-yard line, and senior high will start the fourth quarter with the football. Lex muffed two punts in a row there. They got away with the first one. Second one, not so much. And it's going to be senior high ball to start the fourth quarter when we come back. And they also have a 30-10 to 10 lead here on fearthevillage.com. Need to get the power flowing in your home or business? BP Electric can do it all. Using only the best qualified electricians in Ohio, BP Electric can take care of a full range of services, including light fixtures, EV chargers, outlets and switches, whole home surge protectors, and so much more. Headquartered in Lexington, BP Electric is a local company with resources to serve the entire state. For all of your electrical needs, check them out online at bpelectricofoh.com. This is former Minuteman Nick Lazier, class of 2014, and you're listening to Lexington Football on fearthevillage.com. Start of the fourth quarter here at Lexington, where Senior High has a 30-10 lead, and they have the ball in the red zone after a muffed punt by the Minutemen. And unfortunately, Nick, it was a fun ride, but it looks like this three-game winning streak for the Minutemen is going to come to an end tonight. Now, that's definitely not the end of the season. They're gonna, no, no. They're going to fall to 3-3, three and three, barring a miracle, and a very winnable game at West Holmes next week. In fact, Worcester leads West Holmes right now by five in the fourth quarter. That'd be huge. Playoff implications right there. That'd be massive points. So Lexington could easily... Go on the road and get back on the right track next week with a big win at West Holmes. I mean, also, a win at West Holmes would put you in the playoffs. There's absolutely yeah. no way if you win next week, there's no way you're missing the playoffs at that point. Still got a quarter left to go here tonight, but not looking good for the Minutemen. They trail by 20, senior high with it inside the 20. Duke Reese on first down is going to take it off the right side, and he's going to be drugged down at the 15. By Joey Caudell, good pursuit there. Gain of two. It'll set up a second and eight. Senior high down to the Lex 15. Gain of three on the play, second and seven Tigers. So they'll give uh, Duke Reese three yards there, second and seven from the 14. 
Now, senior high. Going about as slow as you can. Duke Reese in the shotgun. One wide receiver to the left, two to the right. He's going to take, fake a give and throw, and in the end zone, incomplete. And he was trying to hit Amar Davis. Amar almost brought it in with one hand in the end zone, but he had to kind of dive and do it all at once and couldn't reel it in. And now a third and seven. After the first quarter tonight, this has been a 9-7 to seven game, senior it's been, high. It's been brutal. <laughs> first quarter was everything tonight. Third and seven, they'll throw, and it's complete. Down at the goal line and a touchdown, and I think that was Jayante O'Brien over there. 36-10 to 10 now. And Quentin Diebolt will come on to attempt the extra point. He hasn't missed one yet tonight. He's four for four. Dylan McGinty will hold. It's a good hold. It's a good snap. The kick is up and the kick is good. So Debolt five for five on the night. And now... Lexington at this point just trying to do anything to carry some momentum into next week. You've got a tough one on the road at West Holmes next week. You're still only three and three. You're still two and one in the conference after tonight. No reason to get down. You got to bounce back next week. And that's something that the Minutemen, this young ball club, has done. I mean, those first two weeks. Coming off of a really hard loss to Ontario, they went to Shelby. That was not a good night for the Minutemen. They start 0-2 in about the most brutal way you could start, and they've rattled off three straight wins. And now tonight definitely did not go their way. But they've got a chance next week to really bounce back. Well, I would say, I mean, the, these, the three wins, they've been against some quality opponents too. I mean, Clear Fork, they're not a slouch of a ball club. Worcester, obviously. I mean, they're, they're beating West Holmes right now. And, I mean, Mount Vernon's they're down, but, I mean, they're definitely, they definitely still have some athletes over there. And especially to start the, start the year 2-0 and in the conference, that's nothing to bat an eye at either. So, I mean, even with the loss to Mansfield here, they're, they, they're still potentially in a race for the conference. Absolutely. I mean, Senior High still has a couple tough ones left. If they slip up at any point, Lexington has got to keep their heads up and keep themselves in the mix. Diebolt will kick it deep. It's a pretty good kick. It's going to be Fogel from the five, bringing it near side on a full sprint, 15, 20, breaks a tackle, and he gets out over the 20 to the 23. And that's where the Minutemen will start this drive, trailing 37 to 10, 10.53 to go in the game. And unfortunately tonight, such a big game, such a lot, uh, such a... Just a ton of hype around this game, and it's unfortunate that the score has turned out this way because now you've got people on both sides leaving early, and we're just starting the fourth quarter. But unfortunately, 
Senior high with a 37-10 lead. We'll see what Lex does here to end the ball game. Three wide receivers left, one to the right to start this drive. First and 10 at their own 24, and we've got a flag. And I think there's going to be, yep, offside. Senior high jumped. Five-yard penalty. That'll make it first and five-minute men at their own 28. Fogel, Wilson, and Powell off to the left. Keegan West by himself to the right in the pistol first and five. Caudell throws. He's got Fogel. It's a screen play, 30. 35, first down. Still dragging Tigers out to the 40. Across the 40, 45, and out near the 50. Braden Fogel. Nice little catch and run there. I mean, that's a gain about, what, almost 30 yards on first down. And they'll mark him actually back at the 47. He went out of bounds over on the far sideline. First and 10-minute men. It ends up being a gain of 20. And they'll come out now with Wilson, Powell, and Fogel off to the right this time. West by himself to the left. Caudell in the pistol. First and 10 from his own 47. He takes. He's going to roll right. He's going to throw right. He's got a man. It's Carter Wilson across the 50, a gain of four, down to the senior high 49. Nice start to this drive for the Minutemen. And this is kind of what we saw at Shelby, and we talked about this at Shelby. At some point in the Shelby game, the Minutemen got down so much on the scoreboard that they almost just started looking like they were playing more freely. Hmm. Like they just knew the game was over, and they just kind of went out there and just played. It just seemed like all the the tense tensity was, was gone, and they just played, and now we're kind of seeing that on this drive from the Minutemen. Second and six, Caudell takes the snap. He's going to throw again. He's got Powell on the far sideline. And he just undershot him. Powell slid there and couldn't make the catch. And we've got a flag after the play. I want to say this is going to be maybe on the Tigers. And I think it is. I think it's going to be an unsportsmanlike on the Tigers, which is going to be 15 yards and a free first down. A couple of uh, Minuteman linemen and a Tiger lineman got into it there, but evidently the Tiger lineman either made contact or said something that was not acceptable to the referee. And, hey, Lex will take those yards. Absolutely. And they'll take him down to the senior high 34. Ten minutes to go in the ballgame. Senior high leads at 37-10. Minutemen, first down. Fogel and Wilson off to the right. Powell and West off to the left in the pistol from the 34. On first down, Caudell will throw near sideline. He's got a man. It's Wilson again trying to make a move and couldn't quite get out of the tackle by a Jayante O'Brien, but still a gain of nine and near Carter, a first down. Say like Carter Wilson becoming a, one of the more sure-handed players on this Lex, Lex offense. He's, he's got a couple receptions tonight. That might be number three on the night. And it looks like it is Carter Wilson with 30 yards receiving tonight. Second and one, down at the 25. Caudell in the pistol, takes the snap, throws, and down the field we've got a flag as Braden Fogel, no. The referee 
the referee reached for the flag. I don't know. Maybe he was just pulling up his pants or something. <laughs> I don't know what he was doing, but I thought for sure the referee was going to throw a flag. He reached towards his pants. I don't know. Maybe the referee needs a belt. <laughs> well, it looked like Fogel and Dismute kind of got tangled up, but yeah, I saw, but I saw the same thing. The referee definitely looked like he was grabbing for the flag and then didn't throw anything. I'm just going to assume that he was pulling his pants up. Third and one from the 25, Caudell Pistol takes the snap off the left side, gets the first down, he gets three. And now down inside the 25 to the 23-yard line. Minutemen driving now, and this is the most comfortable they felt all night. And you can't really say it's because Senior High's taken their starters out. Every single starter's on the field for the Tigers. And now maybe they're just giving the Minutemen a little more cushion here. But the Minutemen taking advantage of it, marching right down the field. Unfortunately, it's 37 to 10 with 9-10 to go in the ballgame. Lexington first and 10, sends three wide receivers to the right, one to the left. Caudell in the pistol from the 23, takes the snap. He's going to lob it, corner of the end zone. Fogel's down there, and unfortunately, so is Jayante O'Brien. And the All-Ohio cornerback reels in his first interception of the night. It's going to be senior high ball and a touchback for the Tigers. 37-10, to 8.54 to go in the ballgame. We'll take a break on fearthevillage.com. Want a chance to win $4,800? Then come to Firefighter Bingo on 4th Street in Mansfield and play their most popular game, the horse race. Doors open at 4 p.m. with early bird games starting at 6.30 p.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday located inside of the Mansfield Fire Museum. They offer a full concession stand. You must be 18 or older to play. That's Firefighter Bingo at 1265 West 4th Street in Mansfield. This is Captain Matthew Sheets, and you're listening to Miniman Football on fearthevillage.com. Lexington with another turnover, and it results in a touchback. Duke Reese, first and 10 from the 20. He fumbles it, and he's going to go down in the backfield as he went to throw the ball, and I believe that was Jameer Petty. Just kind of came over in front of him. I don't know if it was a fake handoff, but then Duke went to throw the ball, and the ball hit on the on the backswing there. Hit Petty on the shoulder pad, and Reese fumbled. Had to pick it up, and he lost two. Yeah. Second and 12. It looked like they were trying to set up a screen up there to Amar Davis. And they are just desperate <laughs> to get Amar involved. That is the one thing. The Minutemen have taken him completely out of the game. Yep. Second and 12. They're going to run right up the middle, a gain of two. And it was Zion Brown for a gain of two. But I will say the Minutemen have really taken Amar Davis out of the game. He has one touch on offense tonight. And it was pretty insignificant. Well, he got called back. It was that little jet sweep. And there was a flag on the play, so it didn't even really register in the stat book. Third and 12 all of a sudden here. Senior high at the at their own 20. Duke Reese takes the shotgun snap, fakes the give, swings it out. There's Amar Davis on the far sideline, and he's going to get about six or seven and taken down by the Minutemen. So Amar finally gets a catch, but it goes for seven, and it's fourth and three. And senior high will bring on the punt team again. I thought there for a second that Coach Bradley was really going to consider going for it on fourth down. Well, in a game like this, you basically at this point, you just want to get everybody home with no injuries. Correct. 
especially if you're the Minutemen. They already have a few guys out this week that they desperately need back. Got to get ready for next week. Debolt is going to punt this thing away. The Minutemen don't even have a man back. Debolt's going to get it out of there in a high, long spiraling punt, and this baby's going to take a senior high bounce and then bounce back for the Minutemen and down at the 27. So that's a 46-yard punt, and it was all in the air, too. He didn't get any bounce. If that thing would have bounced and rolled, he could have got 70 yards out of that. Minutemen ball at their own 22, trailing 37-10. to 10. It's been a frustrating night for the Minutemen because, I mean, you can say senior high has put pressure on the Minutemen and forced them into turnovers, but Lexington has really shot themselves in the foot tonight. Senior high is a very good team, don't get me wrong. They are a great team and likely after tonight, going to, unless they really screw this up, senior high is going to go on to win the conference this year. They're a very good team, but Lexington just really killed themselves tonight. First and 10, Caudell, he barely has time to even catch the snap. He's going down way back inside the 20. That's going to be a huge loss. That's going to be a loss of 10. Now they'll say eight. Back to the 19-yard line, second and 18 coming up. I mean, he caught that snap, and he was already going down. On the 24-yard line. Second and 18, Minutemen now back to their own 19. They've got one wide receiver sent each way. Caudell in the shotgun, takes. He's going to give off the right side. Markel Martin, who's had a very quiet night tonight, is going to get back to the line of scrimmage, no gain. And really no fault of his own, but the yeah. Minutemen have just had to throw so much tonight. Right. <laughs> that's what I was about to say. I mean, I think that's only his eighth carry on the night tonight. I, I don't even know if he has 20 yards rushing, which is a very slow night for Markel. But, like, you, I mean, you hit it right on the head. They've, had the, they've been playing from behind the whole ball game, so they've had to kind of air it out a little bit more than they usually do. And they really haven't been able to get him involved in the offense as much as they'd like to. Clear Fork, unfortunately, goes down at Marion Pleasant, 30-22. to So Lex getting no help there. West Holmes has just taken the lead back over Worcester, 43-40, to so no help there. <laughs> Mount Vernon lost tonight, 35-10 at New Philly, so no help there. So just not a great night for the Minutemen all around. Third and 18, Caudell in the pistol, four wide receivers out, takes the snap from his own 19-yard line. He's going to step up in the pocket. Now he's going to run. He's to the 25, breaks a tackle 30, and he's going to get about 12 yards, and now fourth and seven at the 31. Man, I will say, Joe is just relentless. I mean, that kid just does not stop. I mean, he's been playing both sides of the football most of the game, and he just leaves it all out there every week. And I mean, for only being a sophomore, he definitely he's got a ton of heart. Something very promising to look forward to. Minutemen going to punt here. 4.45 to go in the ballgame. Minutemen trail 37-10. to 10. Markel Martin standing back at his own 17. Takes a high snap. Gets it out of there. And this ball is going to come down the near sideline and take a Minutemen roll. A good roll. Down inside the 20 and down to the 19. So the best punt of the night for Markel Martin. That's going to be a 48-yard punt. 
And now with 4.32 to go in the ball game, this place is clearing out. And senior high gonna get out of here with a win tonight. They'll improve to four and two overall, three and zero oh in the conference. Lexington falls to three and three. They are now gonna be two and one in the conference. But again, they have to find a way to bounce back next week for a winnable game at West Holmes. A tough game, but a winnable game. I mean, West Holmes still in a dogfight. They, they could still lose that game tonight. It's 43-40. West Holmes is beating Worcester right now in the fourth quarter. Love to see Worcester win that game. Duke Reese on first and 10 takes the snap and gives off the right side. Petty. He'll get two. Second and eight. He gets across the 20 to the 21. Over at Copeland Field, Ontario with a 52-35 lead over Galleon. That game's showing that it's still in the third quarter, so it must oh be. My. Air Raid Nation. Yep. <laughs> Second and eight. Duke Reese letting the clock roll down here now. We're under four minutes. At the Lex, or at the uh, senior high 21, they'll give Zion Brown. He's going to lose a couple of yards. Once again, for the Tigers, Boozer was in there. Hayden Nickel in there. Cooper Dreibelbiss in there. Third and eight, Tigers. From the 19 yard line. Senior high will get this thing down to about three minutes here as they snap the ball. Third and ten. They'll get it out. Amar Davis on the far sideline. No room again. He gets three or four and out of bounds. And it'll set up a fourth down. So the Minutemen are going to get the ball back one more time tonight. 3-0-1 to go in the ball game. They trail it 37-10. Well, at the conclusion of tonight's game, we'll wrap things up quickly here. We'll get straight into stats and scores from around the area. And we'll get out of here. Debolt takes a high snap on the punt, but, man, he gets a boomer away. Dontrell Hughes is going to let this thing go as oh it was just kind of a knuckleball. He couldn't get under it, and it'll roll down to the 21. So... It's going to be a... 51-yard punt by Diebold. Yeah, I, I know in the first half his long was 51 with the roll, so that might have tied it. He's definitely gotten a hold of a couple tonight. Big game over in the Northern 10. Carey beats Colonel Crawford 27-7. That shakes things up in the Northern 10. Shelby stays unbeaten, at least in conference play. They beat Highland 48 to 14. Shelby did have that one loss to Bellevue. First and 10 minute men at their own 21, caught Ellen the pistol. Under three minutes to go here at Lex. He takes the snap. He's back. He's going to throw. He's got Fogel. 
Across the 25 to the 26, be a gain of five. And he was brought down there by Jayante O'Brien. Second and five coming up. Actually, they gave him the 27, so second and four, a gain of six there. Second and five minute, Matt. From the 27 yard line. Minutemen will send three wide receivers left. Keegan West by himself over here to the right. Second and four, Caudell from the 27, and the pistol takes the snap. He's going to throw, and he slings it out to Carter Wilson on the far sideline. He makes a move, breaks a tackle, and gets the first down, a gain of five. Man, Carter Wilson has been really good tonight out on the edges. Yeah, just super reliable. I mean, every time he's got a ball thrown his way, he's pretty much come down with it. So, I mean... Very promising to see from him, too. So Carter now, four catches, 35 yards on the night. To my knowledge, my recollection, I don't think he's dropped one. First and 10 minute men, now out to their own 32. Three wide receivers right, one to the left. Caudell in the pistol. Minute and a half to go in the game. Takes the snap. He's back. He's throwing. Fogel wide open, 40. Makes a move, 45. Out to the 46. A first down. Minute men. Gain of 13 for Fogel. So Fogel padding the stats here a little bit late. He now has eight catches for 157 yards and a touchdown. Make that seven catches, 157 yards and a touchdown. Averaging 30, 23 yards a catch. Caudell over 200 yards now passing tonight. But again, the Minutemen have just killed themselves with turnovers tonight. Caudell in the pistol, three wide to the left, one to the right. Under a minute now, takes the snap. He's going to step up in the pocket. He's going to run left. He's going to throw it away into the sideline and complete second and 10. So, yeah, again, I mean, Caudell, 210 yards through the air, a touchdown. He does have two interceptions. The Minutemen just could not get anything going on the ground tonight, though. They have, between Caudell and their two running backs, the Minutemen tonight only have 55 yards rushing. So a great night through the air yardage-wise, but really couldn't get anything going on the ground. Second and 10. At the 46, Caudell, three wide receivers left, one to the right, 45 seconds to go. Takes the shotgun snap. He's going to throw left. He's got Gage Powell. It was tipped, and he still caught it. Good concentration, Gage Powell, out to the 46 of Mansfield Sr., a gain of eight, third and two now. 30 seconds to go. And we'll see what the Minutemen do here. They might run one more play. Yeah, might as well. On the 46 yard line. 20 seconds left. They still haven't broken the huddle. I think they're going to try to do one more play here. Three wide receivers right, one to the left, 10 seconds left. Third and two from the 46. Caudell takes the snap. He's back. He's going to wind up. He's going to launch down the field to Fogle. Down at the five. He caught it. And he's brought down at the four, and that's how the game is going to end. So the Minutemen, unfortunately, are going to drop this one here at home tonight to the Senior High Tigers, a very good football team. Minutemen have to bounce back next week. 
And as promised, we'll keep things right here and get straight into stats tonight for both teams. And thank you to John Davis, by the way, tonight for doing this for us over there in the senior high press box. Always great uh, when we're in the house with John Davis at the same time because he is a stat geek and a mastermind <laughs> with Excel spreadsheets. He's got everything we need tonight, and Nick will give you all the stats now. Yeah, shout-out John Davis. Makes us look real intelligent all game long. But, yeah, honestly, looking at the stats, I, I, I remember after the end of the first half, Mansfield had 200 yards of total offense. They finished with 260 yards of total offense. So in that second half, the Minutemen defense, I mean, really came to play, only gave up nine points, but really only seven with the safety that happened in the third quarter. Uh, let's see here. Joe Caudill rushing the football, 18 carries, 36 yards. Markel Martin only eight carries tonight, 19 yards. And Mason Green with three carries with a negative net, negative two net yards. Through the air, Joe 15 to 29, 260, a touchdown and two interceptions. Uh, Braden Fogle, eight receptions, 199 yards, a touchdown. Carter Wilson, four catches, 35 yards. And Gage Powell, three catches for 26 yards. Uh, let's see here. Rushing the football for Mansfield. Ten rushes for 83 yards for Duke Reese tonight and two touchdowns. Jameer Petty, nine rushes, 48 yards and a touchdown. Jante O'Brien with one rush for 21 yards. Zion Brown, seven rushes for 15 yards. Duke Reese through the air tonight, not very efficient. Only nine of 27, 95 yards, but he did have two touchdowns. Uh, Nate Dismuk, uh, two receptions for 39 yards and a touchdown. Jermaine Bradley, two, two receptions, 17 yards. Uh, Nye Petty, two receptions for 15 yards. And Amar Davis, only 10, only 10 yards of offense tonight on two receptions. So, I mean. He, that was all in the yeah, fourth quarter, in the fourth late quarter, in the game, too. Just I mean, trying to get him involved, I think. Amar so. did not have a touch until about six minutes left in the game. And that's saying something. I mean, that is, you know, in a game like this, Lex hasn't been in a big profile game like this in about six years. You know, you came out at home probably a little nervous, maybe a little starstruck, and, you know, you got the Cleveland Browns sending people down here, and, um, you know, it's the senior high Tigers who were just in the state championship game four years ago. They're your crosstown rival with a lot on the line, potentially first place in the OCC on the line. And, you know, I, the moment, I think for the first time this year, maybe the moment looked a little too big for the Minutemen, but that's okay with a young team. And now they just got to try to bounce back next week at West Holmes. But when you have a game like this with a young team, you have to find the positives. And one of those positives is Amar Davis did not have a touch in this game until about six minutes left in the game. Mm -hmm. He is the leading receiver in senior high history, receptions-wise, yards-wise. I'm not sure where he stands touchdowns-wise, but he's got to sure be up, up there. there. <laughs> the kid is having a, a – a, a historical season until tonight, and tonight that really threw him off of what was going to end up being a historical season and maybe still will be, but, man, he statistically tonight, Amar Davis took a little bit of a setback, and that's something that you you know, you know got to take something away mm -hmm. from this game if you're the Minutemen, and that's one thing you definitely can. Final scores tonight from around the area. It was Ashland 35, Madison 7. Unfortunately, West Holmes – Took down Worcester tonight, 43-40. to We were cheering for Worcester. They couldn't get out of there with a win. It was New Philly, 35, and Mount Vernon, 10. I hate to say this, but the three teams Lexington has beat all went 0-1 uh, 
Well, they all lost tonight. They went 0-3 total tonight. The other one being Clear Fork. They lost to Pleasant 30-22 over in the Moac. Uh, Marion Harding right now leading River Valley 27-13. Ontario leading Galleon 52-35. And Shelby with a 48-14 win over Highland. That is setting up to be that Ontario-Shelby game. That's, mm. that's going to go down as probably one of the better games of the year in this area. Over in the Northern 10, Seneca East all over Buckeye Central, 42-14. Upper Sandusky with a slim lead over Mohawk, 39-34. Winford all over Bucyrus tonight, 70-18. And Carey getting a win. They'll move to the top of the Northern 10. They beat Colonel Crawford, 27-7 tonight. In the Firelands, Crestview all over South Central, 41-7. Mapleton, 42, Plymouth, 12. And Lucas beats Monroeville, 31-28. Down in the K-Mac, Centerburg, 21, Cardington, nothing. Danville all over Loudonville, 52-15. East Knox shuts out Mount Gilead, 28-0. And Northmore shuts out Fredericktown, 35-0. A few other scores here. Harden Northern shutting out Ridgedale, 29-0. Lakota all over Willard, 36-7. Elgin putting up 59 tonight. They stay as one of the hottest small teams in the area. 59-14 win over Crestline. It was Norwalk 27, Vermilion nothing, and Cuyahoga Valley Christian 55, Worcester Triway 17. want to thank Kayla Durbin down on the sideline tonight doing a great job as always. Thank you to her. She always does a great job for us, bringing you exclusive content on our social media pages. Thank you to our statistician, although he wasn't here with us. We took advantage of him. John Davis in the far uh, press box over there on the far sideline making us look good with stats all night tonight. We'll have to do our own stats again next week, unfortunately. And uh, thank you to my color commentator, broadcast partner, Nick Lazier. Hopefully uh, he'll come out to West Holmes with us next week. Four years ago, we, uh, we've been talking about our this being our five-year anniversary here covering Lexington. For our first year, Lex went out to West Holmes down, what was it, 24 to, 24 to 7 at halftime. Scored four touchdowns in the second half to come back and win that thing. And, uh, man, that was a heck of a night. That was a fun night. And hopefully the Minutemen can go out there and do it again and beat West Holmes next week and get right back on the right track. This season is definitely not over for the Minutemen. They have some wins out there still to get. And I do think the teams they've beat are going to end up giving us some help at some point for playoff standings. So if you're a Minutemen fan listening at home, keep your head up. We'll be back next week, and it is going to be just—it's going to be a huge game next week at West Holmes. I think that's two very, very evenly matched teams going into things next week out in Millersburg, and we cannot wait to bring you all the action from Knight Stadium. Until then, one final time tonight—it's a final here. Uh, senior High improves to four and two on the year, three and zero in the conference. They take sole possession of first place. They beat Lexington tonight, thirty-seven to ten. Lexington falls to 3-3. Three and three. They are now 2-1 and one in the OCC. And next week, I'm telling you, you don't want to miss it. If you can't be there, be with us from Knight Stadium. Until then, have a great weekend, everybody.